0: yes we're live what's up sister hey how are you good keep the mic closer please just pull it pull it towards you
1: want to like lean in my chair and be comfortable okay.
0: well lean into your chair just okay, pull, okay. It, pull, pull it towards you there you, can, you go. yeah just grab Got this it. thing there you go uh my sister christina saliba people who uh uh, the, the people watching might've seen you on the show. I think it was episode 14. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I think that was episode 14. This is episode 59. Look, you I think.
1: remembering what episode I was on. 15. Yeah.
0: I, well, I don't remember it's what it's episode I was on. There. Well, I, I just remember things. I have, you don't have my memory.
1: I don't. That's,
0: that's what it is. I probably don't. Um, I'm pretty good with numbers.
1: You just remember random shit though. So
0: I remember a lot of random shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I, I could probably recall what number episode most of my guests were.
1: But I mean, you do spend a lot of time talking to everybody and whatnot. So I guess that makes sense. I only did the last episode because you made me.
0: Uh, just like this one.
1: Just like this one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and because you said you're going to make me some tabbouleh after. Oh, so. yeah. I already made it. You already made it. Yeah, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day.
0: We're gonna have kafta and tabbouleh after that I made. I it was my first that. time making kafta. I did a great job. None of us have learned how to
1: how to make uh by the way. I will let you a million times this episode. I'll just move I'll just sure. I'll just change
0: the camera angle and people won't see it. <laughs>
1: it's all good. <laughs> it's so good. What
0: <laughs> um None of us, except no, no, I'm the one in control. None of us learned how to make Lebanese food from nope. our mom, except for me.
1: Did you learn from her though, oh, or yeah. did you? Yeah. But you spent the most time in El Paso. I've been gone right. from El Paso for ever. That has been gone a long time. David yep. doesn't count. So it's it's really just you that has been there. I mean, we literally just moved. What? two months ago how long has it been two i think ago?
0: i've i think i left four or five weeks ago something like that yeah so i mean you
1: spent enough time over there to learn. we haven't i mean yeah. and then when we go back to el paso she's you know trying to spoil us the little bit we're there so she'll cook it up
0: your um, your excuse is duly noted as are your shortcomings
1: Look, all I'm saying is that I'm a great cook in every other area.
0: You are. No, that so, you're definitely pretty you pretty
1: know, awesome. it's all good.
0: People who have seen your Instagram page, they know you can cook. You could throw down, that's for sure. So so for people wondering why I call you Dora, uh, is because every single weekend are not even not even necessarily weekend, just rant like I'll call you <laughs> I'll get it I'll get a text from you that she, like on a Tuesday. Or or Uh on a a Saturday, or you know, just a picture of a mountain. You're like, oh, look, look at this mountain that I'm on. and You're always on a different mountain.
1: I realized last week that I'm a mountain girl. I officially came to that conclusion. Oh yeah. You know, people always ask you, do you like the beach or do you like the mountain more? What's your answer? Yeah,
0: I hate that question. I'm like, it depends on the weather.
1: Fair enough. Fair. Mountains are better in the winter, I guess, and then the beach is better in the summertime. But I'm a mountain girl. I love the mountains. I what? mean, don't get me wrong. I love. The, I'm gonna be at the beach this weekend, right? So the beach is great. But if I had the choice, I'll pick mountains.
0: Mm. I mean, mountains are cool.
1: Beaches kind of all look the same. I mean, granted, they some of them are nicer than another, you know whatnot. But mountains just have such uniqueness there, and they give you like a challenge. So that, you know, the hikes can be pretty exhausting in a good way.
0: If you're weak.
1: Oh gosh. I mean, it just depends, you know? Just depends I, where you're hiking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're but hiking did, in I Afghanistan, I did send you guys
1: probably... a group text last week of uh, the biggest tree that I saw um, in the world. And that's, oh, Sher- yeah, that's that. Sherman Tree in Sequoia National Park in California. These things were humongous, and they were all over the park. So I literally traveled to see that.
0: How much... Uh... How much junk mail could they make? Could they produce if they cut down that tree?
1: I mean, I was kind of thinking that, you know, I was like, you know, we keep saying we have this like shortage or whatever. Oh, don't cut trees to make paper or whatnot. I'm like one tree and we have probably supply paper for a year.
0: No, no. What what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is, is if we're, if we're trying to do something about deforestation, stop sending me bullshit credit card offers that I don't want and And coupons to restaurants that that's I'm like never gonna half eat your at mail that I brought here That's. Today. right. That's eighty percent of the mail is just maybe more than eighty percent stuff that just goes straight into the trash.
1: I start the fire with it in the backyard. It's ridiculous.
0: Well, out here, there's no recycling bins either.
1: in New Braunfels?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, at least not in this apartment. I don't know what the house. Well, will, apartments we'll see, don't recycle
1: though. Apartments I, I aren't guess. gonna do that, but the house will.
0: yeah, Midland yeah.
1: Odessa didn't. I mean, oil City right there, we never had a recycling right. bin.
0: Just burn the shit. <laughs>
1: least environmentally uh friendly place
0: but. just least friendly place period okay. <laughs> just not, not friendly in any kind of way Overall, i mean i've said true. this a million times they don't even say my pleasure at the chick-fil-a they give you your food and they just like they don't even look at you
1: you're just lucky they found someone to work the chick-fil-a and fry those nuggets so just true. be thankful
0: yeah odessa sucks i'm so glad ah. i don't have to go there anymore but now i gotta go to McAllen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not a, the, my biggest thing about leaving is just being in Austin. You could travel. I mean, it took two hours to get to California, right? Last week, direct flight, yeah, cheap ticket. It's amazing. I mean, just the fact that you could you have whether it's by car, you're centralized in Texas, so you're going all over Texas, and I lo- I call myself a Texplorer because I love to explore Texas, and I explored a lot of Texas, but. Um,
0: You can spend a while in Texas. Oh, gosh. I
1: mean, you can spend freaking forever in Texas and probably not run out of stuff to do. Um, Depending how deeply you like to explore things and how much in detail. I mean, everyone's probably been to like uh, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, like major stuff. But small towns are super cute. State parks are really awesome. So and they're all different because Texas is so huge.
0: How do you plan your trips? Like, where do you go to find all this information? Because I'll go on a trip and then I'll just, I'll, I'll get there and I'll have no clue what to do.
1: Blogs. So people nowadays, you go on Pinterest or you just research a blog, right? And people will outline like itineraries for you of exactly what to do. Jeez. So, Hey, this trail was the best are these trail people who
0: were laid off because of COVID.
1: It could be. I mean, that's why I started traveling a lot. Look, I've always got nothing
0: to do. I've always loved to travel.
1: Right. But then COVID happened and you're like people, you know, you can either be stuck at home and be depressed about it. We started going to state parks because it's like, yeah, they were at half capacity, but you're out in the open. They were pretty safe and we started going camping. So every state park around West Texas, I was like, all right, I'm going to go visit all the state parks in Texas. There's like 80 of them. Right. So it's a big goal. Some of them are tiny. You spend a couple hours in them, walk around, whatever, and you're good. And then some of them you want to camp the whole weekend because they're huge and amazing, and you want to really explore them. So it just depends on the state park, but and depends on how far you drive to get there. You know, like, that kind of stuff. But that's that's what really triggered it was COVID.
0: I I was less inclined to travel after the pandemic began. I mean, I never was much of a travel to begin with.
1: Yeah, but these are cars. These I, are road trips
0: uh i guess so that probably makes it a little bit better because yeah. i i i just don't like dealing with any industry where i'm always in a losing situation no matter what you, like you, airlines yeah. airlines don't give a shit airports don't give a shit terrible customer oh, service gosh. it's been car awful. rental companies don't give a shit it's been awful. you're always at their mercy like what the hell are you gonna do if 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 no one but american airlines goes to the destination that you're trying to go to you're gonna have to book with american airlines yep. and you're gonna have to
1: yeah, You're going you to have to just it, take
0: whatever crap they throw at you right. because you have no other choice.
1: You got away the pros and cons of traveling. When I traveled to California last week, we, we waited two hours in line just to get a car rental that we had reserved ahead of time. I mean, it was ridiculous, right? It's brutal. Uh, spirit was being so rude. Oh, my God. I will never fly Spirit again. They were so rude.
0: Where's their spirit?
1: Uh, non-existent, I guess, because it, it was bad. But you show up to the park. You see the views, you do the trails, you get the experience, and to me, it's worth it, right? Yeah. Um, everyone looks at I mean, you you love your luxurious travel, and that's perfectly fine. I do. But everyone does things a little bit different. I don't need, would I like a fancy hotel and a big car or whatever? Sure. But I prefer the experience over where I'm going to sleep and what car I'm going to drive. So you just kind of choose where you're going to allocate the budget I <laughs> of, got, the, I gotta, of that I gotta trip. I got a nice hotel. You're fancy. I got to have a nice hotel. I, that's, I mean, that's fine. But if, you, if you're if you barely spending time in the room. Doesn't matter. You just need it to shower and crash. That's yeah, it.
0: Yeah. And I'd like to shower in a clean shower and sleep in a clean bed.
1: Fair enough. Like, Fair uh, enough.
0: were you were you with us on that Vegas trip where we stayed at, I think it was Excalibur? No, no, you weren't there.
1: I went with you to Vegas once and you had to get your own room and be bougie about it. Yeah.
0: Of course I got to get my own room. Yeah, I'm not sharing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw so so this was like in the early this was maybe like the second time that I'd gone to Vegas and I didn't know just how shitty a Vegas hotel can be like a a resort on the strip because I thought okay it's Vegas like even the cheap ones and the old ones still have to be decent it's I mean it's the Vegas strip Excalibur was disgusting
1: some people want just a cheap place to stay
0: sure but I thought it would they would at least have some basic cleanliness sure and that wasn't even present. It yeah. was it was awful. It was, it was so awful. And then I, I tried. I've tried like a. I've tried a handful of hotels in Vegas, and I just came arrived at the conclusion to of the conclusion of I either stay at the Venetian or the Palazzo, or I don't go. The wind's also really nice, but I like the poker room at the Venetian better. So
1: look, all I'm saying is I can stay in a tent as long as the campgrounds have a shower yeah. that I can go shower. Because
0: you're, you're Middle Eastern. You know, that's, that's how you roll.
1: And then I could just grill my food on a little portable grill outside or whatever. I'm happy. It's good.
0: No, that look, if I'm, if that's fine, if I'm going to go camping and sleep in a tent and, and do that, what you just described, that's one thing. But You'd then, never do then, that though. But when I you leave. You
1: never do I, oh, that. Of course I will. Uh, I'll, I'll take was, you. I was I'll take you Scouts. sometime.
0: When I leave the campsite, I want to go back to a nice hotel. Fair enough. If, if, if I plan on doing activities in the dirt that's different i don't want the dirt in my hotel <laughs> okay. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, i don't if i if i want to eat gotcha. if i want to eat street food i'll eat street food but i don't want yeah 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 sand and flies in in, in my food if i, I gotcha. go to a restaurant
1: yeah yeah it's different enough. things right. it depends how you look at it yeah um but yeah travel is is definitely a bitch Nowadays, it's just rough, yeah. That's why I'm like, let me just get in my car and go. Hence, why I've put 40,000 miles on my car in like less than a months. year, <laughs> literally less than a year. Yeah. It's got 40,000 miles on it, which is insane. Uh, ridiculous. It's about yeah. 42 right now, I think. Yeah, brand new car. I've had it for like what eight, nine months now.
0: Get a horse, trade it.
1: I need something, I need something besides that car because I drive like crazy for work during the week and I road trip it on the weekends, and it is just getting no. out of control.
0: Uh, I mean. I guess. I mean, what's the alternative? You get another car and then you have two cars and you split the mileage between the two. Like it's then you're gonna have No, to no, do, yeah, yeah. I just, mean, no, just get, I'm just
1: gonna write this one out till it falls apart. It's fine.
0: I guess so. Well, that's, that's, that's not that's, that's, that's not gonna last too long. That's not gonna be in the distant future. <laughs> that's like in two weeks.
1: I mean, it's a 2021 vehicle. I'm like, come on, you know, it shouldn't be. You're gonna
0: you're gonna call me tomorrow morning on your way to some park in <sighs> Wisconsin. You're gonna be, Oh, you know, I found this park and I'm just going to Wisconsin. I don't know when I'll be back.
1: But yeah, you know, just just going back to the whole travel thing. If you do want to travel somewhere, look up a couple of blogs. They have itineraries for you. They're really like they these people have researched the best restaurants to eat, the best hotels to stay, if you're at a park, the best trails to hike, what has the best views. And you just get ideas from there. And it makes your trip a lot easier. Because honestly, I don't like coming up with the whole itinerary.
0: But don't you want to go explore? Like, don't you want to just... It isn't part of uh, that is part of exploration. Is like, ooh, I don't know if that restaurant is delicious or disgusting.
1: But, do you know, with food, it's like you want to go somewhere where you think you're going to get a good meal. I mean, you, I don't know. You know what,
0: what's exhausting for me when I travel is I cannot find a breakfast to my liking anywhere that I go. But
1: you're just picky.
0: I'm, I'm not picky at all. I just want... Some scrambled eggs and a piece of toast and some fruit. That's you it. You can
1: find that anywhere.
0: It's really tough.
1: You can find that it's anywhere. It's really tough
0: because you go everywhere you go to, they, you look at the menu, it's all like just like sausage and, and biscuits and, and it's all just yeah, sugary yeah. And, and sweet and greasy shit. It's like, I don't want none of this. It's hard to find just a straight up breakfast. That's the one thing I don't like to go to restaurants for breakfast. It's just
1: breakfast. It's easy to make <clears> at I home. I like to cook it. I make a better omelet than anybody else. So, like, why should I go pay 15 bucks for one? <laughs> well, it's not even
0: about easy. It's just about I like what I make. I, I cook
1: you like what you like.
0: I like what I like, and that's it. I know what I want in life. I, I make a, a very traditional Lebanese breakfast. A few eggs, uh sunny side up. a few up. eggs,
1: only like six. S-
0: well, whatever. <laughs> Depends on the size of the egg. I actually Depends had actually I had I had I had six eggs oh, this morning. I had, oh, I, I had a veggie scramble this morning with six eggs. But they were small. But um no, normally I get the the Vital Farms eggs. Th- those are the best store bought eggs that I've ever found. They're delicious. Vital Farms. I use their butter too. The butter is the bomb. Okay. okay. And um sunny side up and I put the lid on them on top so that they they kind of like cook halfway. Yeah. A little bit of salt, a little bit of uh seven spice. So good.
1: So good on eggs. And, egg and, and I cook them reason. and I cook them
0: in olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil. You and put then, a lot of olive oil. No, too. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. But it really then, crisps
1: the bottom right, and it makes it really the good. edges
0: get crispy. Yeah. Yes. And then some whole wheat pita bread, some feta cheese, some olives, a cup of tea. I mean, it sounds
1: great. No, you That's need coffee. It. You need coffee.
0: Eh, well, yeah, well, with breakfast, sometimes tea is good. I, I actually haven't had coffee in a week just because I have had no desire to to drink coffee. It's weird. I remember
1: when you were giving me shit. Two weeks ago, nonstop, just because I wanted to go get a cup of coffee.
0: I wasn't giving you shit about going to get a cup of coffee. I was bringing it to your attention that you're an addict.
1: I am. (laughs) I'm not trying to hide that. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, (laughs) there's one, there's way worse things to be addicted to. Number two, all I do is one cup in the morning. It's not like I need to be sipping coffee all day. Or... It's like, oh,
0: I do heroin. Well, at least it's not meth.
1: No, they're both. I mean, those are both terrible. Yeah. that was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I know. All I was trying to, to, to point to is that <clears throat> I've been doing more research on the effects of caffeine on the brain. And how it suppresses REM sleep. If there's still c- caffeine in your system, yeah. you can't go into deep sleep. That's why you've told me this many times. I used to be the same way because I'm one of those people that can drink a giant cup of coffee and fall asleep five minutes later. It doesn't – like I just – I can do that. And I did that throughout college. And I always had brain fog and I was always tired and I was always needing naps in the middle of the day. And that what's happening with is – what
1: you eat too though.
0: Uh, maybe, but my diet hasn't really changed that much ever. I still – i mean i pretty much eat the same i've eaten the same for probably the last 10 years
1: sure
0: but what what happened what would happen is uh your brain doesn't go into deep sleep because of the caffeine in your system
1: oh because we don't dream because you
0: don't dream if you're not oh dreaming right that's what REM sleep is if you're not dreaming then you're not you're not david getting and i sleep. were
1: rolling our eyes so you hard can roll on you roll your <laughs> eyes all
0: you want but but the fact is that's why you wake up tired don't and then, dreams
1: disturb you sometimes no. though i wake up kind of traumatized have, from my I dreams have, at times why
0: what kind of what kind of shit are you dreaming just of?
1: weird stuff you know and i'm just like that wasn't a pleasant dream but
0: you're gonna forget about it in 10 seconds that's one of the things it, that dreams right, do.
1: right but it still kind of leaves you a little uneasy They're like very what, elusive. Was, what was that you know
0: no have you ever dreamt that you're not you you know that's something that nobody's ever done
1: yeah, I always think. Yeah, that is true. I'm me. in your my dreams, dreams. You're
0: always you. You might be a ninja turtle, but you're you.
1: <laughs> okay. Right. That's a good one.
0: This has something to do with consciousness. Okay. I'm getting into it. I don't want to talk okay, about okay. it just yet. Okay, okay. But I thought about that. I was like, yeah, I'm always me.
1: So caffeine. Yeah. So and then, but, but, but that's let why me finish I drink my coffee point. in the morning, and then that's it. I have no problems going to bed. My head hits the pillow. I'm out
0: correct Ow. but you don't get restful deep sleep so you wake that's up true. feeling groggy and then what do you do instead of a double espresso you get a triple
1: but i don't wake up feeling groggy oh that's good i wake up feeling fine <clears throat> i love the taste of coffee but, like coffee oh, yeah, tastes yeah, yeah, yeah. delicious it's right good. yeah it's so good i love coffee flavored stuff like gelato right. coffee gelato is sure. amazing i love it
0: and the smell of coffee
1: yeah the smell of coffee is amazing and i'm a person that wakes up i don't have an appetite when i wake up you can eat your 6x for breakfast i don't i don't eat breakfast Unless I'm like doing a late brunch, I could push it till 11 noon before. And then I'm like, oh, brunch sounds good. Whatever. That's on the weekend. During the week, I literally eat breakfast. Never. nothing. I don't wake up with an appetite. So coffee is perfect. It gives me a little bit of yeah, energy. Coffee good. It gets me going. And then I don't need breakfast. I don't I like intermittent I, I fast, just, but just not on purpose.
0: Yeah, I do that too sometimes. I
1: just, my body naturally likes right. to intermittent fast. So. It's like
0: 3 p.m. and I haven't eaten. And I'm like, damn, I just. Like-. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since moving here, I'm doing that a lot. Yeah. I'm, I have so much going on. Yeah, you're, I mean, we're on the road. A,
1: we drive a lot. We're on the road all day. So
0: we waste a lot of time eating. Uh, no, not not me and you, but people in general, Americans, especially. People
1: want like a whole hour lunch and they want to eat throughout the lunch. Sometimes, like, yeah. it's just nourishment, you know, get, get your nutrients in and move on with your day. There's times where, like, sure, a nice dinner every once in a while. You want to sit, relax, make it an event. You want to explore a new restaurant. Great. But most of the time, you're eating for nourishment. Just eat and move on.
0: Yeah. Well, and also during the day, I've gotten into the habit of not eating much. You know, so so let, let, let's talk about this real quick.
1: But, you know, real quick, I hate jobs that like, you know, the eight to five job and you're forced to take an hour lunch, yeah, yeah. 12 to one. Hate that. Right. Just, I don't need an hour while lunch. You're, give you're, me, give me a fight. Give me five minutes or I'll eat while I'm in front of my laptop. I'm good. I
0: hate those. All those I, well, don't all those force me to take no an hour lunch. Yeah. Drives a, me crazy. You're on a prison schedule. hate it. Yeah yeah, you got it, yeah, uh, no, I can't do I can't do a job like that. Sometimes
1: but. I want to eat lunch at noon. sometimes it's more convenient to eat it at two or eleven or whatever. like nobody could be that structured every single day to do your day exactly the same. It's just weird. It's just weird to me
0: um when people talk about recommending healthy diets, being that you're a dietitian. Mm the Middle Eastern diet comes up a lot as, it's the, best. as the world's health, healthiest diet, because it's a lot of whole grain.
1: And I'm not saying that because we're meat. Middle Eastern. This is, this no, is fact. True. Like it's this true. is by any research that you'll do. Yeah. A Middle Eastern diet is the way like, it's it like, it's,
0: it's pretty standard after a meal for people to put out dessert and dessert is fruit. It's a bowl yeah, for it's a, us. Or it's like, a bowl of fruit.
1: and even sometimes you get like a little bit of like honey or like nuts or, you know, something like that, but you get the majority is fruit and then you get just a little extra like sweet on the side. Right. Like maybe like raha. Like, you know, yeah, those little yeah, cubes or yeah. like halewe, like yeah. little things like that. And those are even, those, those desserts are even like vegan. Honestly, oh, if you think really? about it, like halewe I and I've never about
0: thought it. about what they're made of because I don't like them. I've never had them. So yeah.
1: I, not that saying like, oh, a vegan diet healthy, but it just doesn't right. have, you know, extra junk in it. Right. Right. It, it doesn't have sugar, but, um, but yeah, I mean.
0: And unless you're a complete monster, you only eat a couple bites yeah, of bites. Yeah. Yeah. Finished. When we yeah. eat it,
1: we're eating like, you know, we'll eat some fruit, some watermelon, whatever. And then you're eating a little bite of that or like dates. Yeah you know, and then you're done. That That's yep. your dessert.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and um, our breakfast usually involves a bunch of veggies. It's, it's exactly what I described. Like a few, a few eggs fried in olive oil, a little bit of whole wheat pita bread or whatever kind of pita bread. I like whole wheat. I think it's yeah. just got better flavor. Um And then you'll see or even you'll look see people, like, you'll see a plate of like sliced cucumber, yeah, tomato yeah. olives, some just some fresh, fresh cheese. but even what, fresh whatever veggies, like yeah.
1: Sundays when Mon makes it what used to make us, you know we used to only we all had busy schedules so we only got together once a week on Sundays when yeah. we all lived in El Paso back then to have lunch. and what do we make? Grilled chicken, grilled right. meats, we have a bowl of salad. sometimes we fried made french fries, but sometimes even we grilled that yeah hummus yeah.
0: You're, you're good. I mean salad, that's what we yeah. ate. yeah yeah and much. so even
1: like our you know, when some other people are having like chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes and rolls, we're having grilled meat with salad. And
0: here's where I think the, the American way of eating for me, I've, I've sort I've changed how I eat over the years. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's not what I'm consuming. It's how I'm consuming it. And so what I mean by that is in the middle East lunch is a big meal, right? And dinner is is small. is small stuff, a piece of fruit, yeah. some bread and cheese, that kind of thing. And, <clears throat> Remember how when we were kids, we'd have lunch and then mom and dad always have to take a nap for two hours and we have to sit there quietly, <laughs> which is just, which is which just is like
1: insane. the worst
0: kind of child abuse. Like, like who like, does that? Right. I've been cooped up at school yeah, all day yeah, yeah. and then I get home and eat I've lunch. got all this pent up energy and I eat lunch and you want to go to sleep. Remember mom would make us like, would, would sometimes would she, she would like make us have to sit down she's like when i wake up from from my nap you better still be seated on that couch
1: my mom was crazy sorry mom
0: <laughs> she's she yeah she's a That's little crazy. bit uh sadistic too
1: intense.
0: yeah, yeah. Too intense. <laughs> too intense. who does that what kind of parent goes to take a nap and tells the kid when i wake up you better still be sitting on that chair so but but, hey
1: we did it because we were that terrified of her um
0: up until uh, until i got old enough to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to realize yeah. that she's not going to know if i got off the chair right so, but anyway, <laughs> or like, or like I'd go play video games, but I'll turn the volume all the way down. So, but what I'm saying is they'd eat a giant lunch and then they'd need to take a nap. Cause when you're that full, you want to sleep. That's where the the saying rest and digest comes from. And that's kind of how I ate my whole life. Cause we never really thought about it. That's just sure. what we did. And so what I've been doing now for, I don't know how long, probably a couple of years. And it's, it it just works so much better for me is I have my standard breakfast most days, not always, but most days. For lunch, I hardly eat anything. Um, If I do eat something, it's like a handful of cashews and an avocado or something like that. And And then my energy levels just remain consistent Mm -hmm. all the way to the evening. Once I'm finished with my workout for the day, I'm finished with work, all that's good and over with, then I can have a big dinner and I could just sit there. um, And you're good. Yeah, for like an hour or two before I go to bed. And it doesn't affect my energy throughout the day. It actually makes me a little bit sleepy. It helps me go to sleep. I
1: completely agree. A hundred percent of the time I notice if I ever happen to have a heavy lunch, I'm screwed. By 2 p.m. comes around, I'm just exhausted. I can't keep my eyes open. If I just have a light salad or something like that, I'm good to go.
0: Well, because what happens, anytime you put something in your stomach, no matter what it is, whether it's a piece of lettuce or a steak or whatever it is, blood is going to get recruited to your stomach to to begin the Digestion, the digestion process. process. So when you go have a monstrous lunch and you fill your stomach to the top, it's going to take a lot of energy and it's going to pull a lot of blood to, to to your digestive tract to process that food. And if you're still trying to go back to work, it's like, yo, that's not happening. Right. And that's when you need coffee. And then what, what the one that I don't understand is when people are like, oh, I need a little uh, afternoon pick me up and they eat something like a donut. And I'm like, all that sugar <laughs> is just going to make you crash even more. Like, That's just an doing? excuse.
1: That's I just get those, an excuse to eat the donut or they, like a drink, like a big soda right, or something. Right, right.
0: Well, or the Starbucks drinks that are more sugar than coffee. like oh, a, yeah, like, yeah. The, like the Like the chocolate Frappuccino with extra chocolate syrup and caramel.
1: People do not account for their drinks. And oh, no, they don't. And that is something anytime, you know, previously when I worked in a hospital, long-term care whatever, you ask for a diet recall, right? Well, automatically as a dietitian, Everyone eats chicken and vegetables, right? Which uh, yeah, I, sure. I think it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, so what do you? Eat? Oh, I love veggies. I love chicken. Yeah. That's besides the point. Right. Yeah, I think you're it's 350 right. pounds. Every every probably one salads. of my dietitian sure. friends agrees with it. That that's all that's all people eat when you right. go ask them what they eat. But truly, you know, if they're really are gonna dig deep, they'll tell you like, okay, I had a burger, and but they never tell you what they drink. Nope. Because it almost like they don't consider that calories or when even though that's probably their main source of calories that day.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, it's probably more than
1: half of their calories have come from drinks rather than food. For sure. Especially when you drink so much, you're not hungry, especially with kids. You know, the kids are all the time they say, oh, my kid doesn't eat well because they drink sugar all day, you know. Yep. But they don't realize it. So I constantly have to say, let's start with what you drink. Right. Or they say I drink coffee. Then I always have to specify. So what do you put in your coffee? Because like you say, with Starbucks, you know, they go yep. pick up a huge Starbucks, and it's got all the sugar in it and whatever. And I said, like, "Well, I just had a coffee. Sure, coffee itself is zero calories, but right. you know what? Are, what are oh, we is it put really? In?
0: If you drink black coffee, it's zero calories. Well, that's good to know.
1: Yeah. See,
0: no, that, that's that's absolutely true. Um, so, and actually, I've thought about this over the years because a lot of people accuse me of having a high metabolism, and they're right. I do have a high metabolism, but also I tell them like, look at my lifestyle. Like, I've worked out every single day of my life for as long as I can remember, since childhood. Remember, we used to do those. We got that DVD one time, and we would do workouts at home. We do it in the little garage. We had had no idea what we were doing. We had a few dumbbells and a weight vest, and we would sit there cranking out crunches and, and bicep curls. With that that lady on TV. What was that? It? Uh, it was
1: like a pink, it was like a hot pink DVD. Yeah, I can't yeah, even remember. Yeah. But it was one of those old ones where the lady is up front and then she has like the two right. people in the back and they're all on their yoga mats. And... Right.
0: Like in Lebanon. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. in Lebanon with uh Haifa, with- yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But that's how people worked out back in the and it was fine. You know what?
0: Well, you know what's funny is all the housewives in Lebanon would put haifa on the TV, but none of them were following along. They were all yeah, so, they were all eating cookies and drinking coffee. And but
1: just the, there's inspiration. Yeah. Look, I will never judge someone for what kind of physical activity they choose to do as long as they participate in some sort of physical activity. Sure. Everyone does it at a different level. What I judge someone on is what do you do after that physical activity? I mean, people will tell you they walk. And sure, granted, they might be going on a 30-minute, one-hour walk a day. Yeah. But then you have fettuccine Alfredo after. Oh,
0: sure. And sure. they're
1: like, but I, I, I'm walking every day. Well,
0: and three tall beers. Well, that that was my point right? that I was getting to is people tell me, yeah, you have a high metabolism. Look at how much you eat. Oh, you yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. I just ate two giant bowls of rice with my dinner. I get it. But look at how much beer you had with dinner. Like, you just had three 20-ounce beers. It doesn't also, count. You also had two Cokes with lunch. Yeah. You also had a Starbucks uh caramel macchiato for breakfast. Like
1: half of that Coke is probably equivalent to all the rice that you ate. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Exactly. And that's why I get I get I get away with destroying a few extra bowls of rice.
1: I, mean, I get that. But plus you're extre- you work out every day, extremely active. Um you're just a larger individual that has higher calorie requirements, and there's a lot of, you know, muscle requires more calories. So even the maintenance of Fuck yeah, so. it does.
0: Look at how much calories mm-hmm. I require. Oh gosh. I require.
1: So Where's many- that button? This is where I need the <laughs> button. Like, <switch> it <laughs> so you don't pull that uh, shit.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: but no, so I mean, you know, of course you're going to eat more than someone who's five foot and hundred pounds. I mean, come on.
0: Right. Right. You know. Um. I had another point about that, but it doesn't matter. We talk about that stuff. All you, time. Were making, we're just... you were making, ta- you were, you um, were uh, making fun of my mouse before the show. Oh
1: god. Okay. Can you point What's it? Wrong can with you point that? it to? How do you, How do you move? It's It's
0: on you. It's on you.
1: Oh, but can they see the mouse?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, just pick it up. Yeah.
1: Do you guys see this?
0: That's my mouse. That's my what That's my wireless this? mouse. I
1: don't even know how to use. It's this. ergonomic. It is like three mice. What do you?
0: <laughs> they <laughs> should call one, that the rat <laughs> <a woman laughs> that's, too, that's too big to be a mouse that should this be called is the the most rat.
1: ridiculous thing I don't, but, but isn't it
0: comfortable look try, pretend like uh, you're I, using I, it
1: I, I i don't know i
0: but just right there when you're when you're trying to move it around isn't it comfortable is not it I better mean, than a regular I, I, mouse
1: I, I can't say that it's better but i'm just not a techie person
0: no it's not about okay. being techie it's about comfort like when so when i started working from home last year I was using my keyboard mouse so must much, must have been nice. And I had, yeah, well, it was okay. I had it had pros and cons. I had my other key, um, wireless mouse because I don't like the keyboard mouse yeah, yeah. So, but it was a regular, you know, uh, regular flat one, s- small size. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I have that. And, and then after a
0: while, I started getting pain in my wrist because you're you're forcing your wrist to turn this way the whole time.
1: Oh, versus this, it's and like... you can
0: feel the strain. So these forty-five degree mice, they mm. put you right there in a natural position. And so you can just feel it when you turn this way. You feel the straining from your elbow all the way to your wrist. Fair enough. You can feel the strain. So when you go that way, you relieve the pressure. But then I got big hands. So we I had to go look. Family. Right. I had to go look for a mouse that is specifically designed for full-size adults. All I'm
1: saying is that I've never seen that. I sat here. I look. And there's this, like, ridiculous mouse. But I don't expect any different from you. So, you know. it's like it's particular it's it's ridiculous does it surprise me not at all
0: well um, not at all fine what do you want from me so i i do really want to do a sibling podcast someday it's never gonna happen all of our siblings but our sister sister. is such a weirdo I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's,
1: we, we've tried.
0: David's been on the show. You've been on the show. We've this is your so second time. We've tried so many times,
1: and I don't know why. She's so weird. Tala doesn't want to do it. Tala, if you're hearing us. <laughs> freaking, you know, and she's she's so funny in just a weird, random way where you don't expect that something that she's going to say is going to be funny, right. and then it's it is. It's not supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be funny, right. but it's like the delivery of it or whatnot. And then I'm like, we would have a blast, but yeah. she's just she's just not going to do it. No, I really don't think she is, but you just continue making fun of her. Um, at least she finds that endearing and she loves it.
0: Well, there, there's so much to make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were kids, how like we she was always the weird one?
1: <laughs> I, I just always but say, like, you know, like our sister's a doctor, right? She's clearly a smart individual, but the street smarts, you know, I always say, like, you could be, yeah, I, I, that's how I describe all the time. Like, she's so book smart, clearly. She she's a doctor. You have to be smart to be a doctor. Uh, she's like some hard, sort. Working. She's yeah. hard working. She's hardworking, right? When it comes to her academics and whatever. But street smarts, I'm just like, it is just good thing she became a pediatrician. So the kids are, you know, at least taken care of. And and way. Remember how when we
0: were remember how when we were kids, uh, she was always the weird sibling. Like always. Like even when we had when we would sit down to eat lunch, me and you would finish our food and then she'd still be there <laughs> an hour later. Just Twirling the food (laughs) in her plate. It got so gross. It turns into a bush. (laughs) It's so disgusting. I like like, one time it it, it would get so bad that. When mom would force us to finish our, Uh, which was always like, we have to finish whatever. Parents,
1: terrible advice Don't ever force your kids to finish their food.
0: Right. You build terrible eating habits. But when, like, because mom would force us to finish whatever food's in our plate.
1: Humongous portions of it.
0: Humongous portions. We're like eight years old. It's a plate. It's a plate. But
1: that's why when you were like preteens, you weren't even a teenager and you would eat so much food. I used
0: to go to a restaurant and order order three entrees.
1: I mean, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. At 12 years old. But, but so, me and you, sometimes, if we can't finish our plate, we'd ask dad to help us. And then dad would come around and finish our plate and not tell mom. Yeah. But then he wouldn't even eat Tala's <laughs> plate. <laughs> it was
2: all nasty. <laughs> Just,
1: the food is all disgusting. I mean, we've contemplated so many things. Like, we lived in an apartment on the fourth floor, and we've contemplated tossing the food yeah, because, you know, the kitchen had, a little, the had yeah. a little balcony right there. So we always contemplated throwing the food off it. I mean, we used to come or like mush it in the sauce. So it just looks like there's sauce left on the plate yeah. and the actual food. Especially uh. when it was
0: terrible. Like, remember one time she, uh, mom made uh, beans and, and tomatoes. That's and, the and one bogus. that always
1: comes to mind. And I have like <laughs> weird chunks of can- I'm like, OK, you just raided the pantry. <laughs> you know, Clearly you didn't grocery shop that week. You're ready to you raided the pantry and you cooked some bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the home meal every day, but like that was bad.
0: That was bad. That was pretty. Or that time
1: she made like beef tongue,
0: and then we had to eat it the next day. <laughs> if we didn't finish it, we had to eat it the next day. And then when she and then when she wants to, if she's gonna, if she's gonna hit us or something, she'd be like, grab my slipper and get and bring it over here. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of uh, psycho is that? Like, that's so crazy. Uh, Who does that? She's
1: a lovely lady. Grab, grab the torturing yeah, yeah, yeah. device and bring it, bring
0: it over. and bring it over so I can beat you with it.
1: <laughs> she doesn't even want to move to get it.
0: It's so crazy. Oh,
1: she was, uh or like the one time, finish your sandwiches. I have a surprise for you before bed. Oh yeah. And oh, what's the surprise? Go to bed.
0: <laughs> the surprise is you get to go to bed early. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Remember how? Well, so no, but with 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 our our sister sister, (laughs) she was always yeah. I always believed that she was going to be a nun.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: She's so different. You know how it's weird how.
1: You know, probably the only reason she didn't turn out to be a nun is because she really wanted to be a mother. That's
0: what I always say, one hundred percent. She's
1: always wanted to be a mother. She's. I mean, we're fifteen years old, and she talked about you know wanting kids and
0: she wants kids and whatnot. And she became a pediatrician right because she loves kids. But it's, well, you know, what's interesting one time is, is the two of you are such a contrast. She was sitting there talking about like, oh, I just, I can't wait to be a mom someday. Feeling a baby kick inside me must be so miraculous and amazing. Uh Yeah. And you had that look on your face right there. And then you go, you're like, that sounds really creepy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I still think it's weird. I mean, you know, people say like, oh, you'll get to a point where that like maternal instinct kicks in and whatever. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm never going to have kids. I don't know. but. You're I mean never that, gonna have
0: kids. I don't, I don't have that, you like
1: are. you know. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. I mean, I just don't
0: see it. You've never, you've never had a maternal temperament.
1: I think kids are cute. Um, other people's kids. They're adorable. I like taking care of them.
0: That's how I feel about kids and dogs. I like other people's. Uh, i I like dog. them. I like them in their houses. I'm
1: a dog mom, and oh, I do love it. it. Stop it. I do oh, love it. No, just
0: stop. No, just stop. Don't. You can love your dog, but don't stop with the dog mom already. you're oh my oh jesus christ just just stop you gotta that's that's so ridiculous you're you're a grown woman
1: look i'm not one of those people that says oh i need to celebrate mother's day because i'm a dog mom or you know like i don't i don't look my dog is not spoiled i don't go take him to he doesn't eat the best food he doesn't get pedicures he doesn't stay at spas he doesn't even have a toy right Now,
0: now you sound like how Armand feels no,
1: <laughs> I no I spoil him with experiences. He literally okay. traveled if he can, if I can help taking him to a, a state park or do whatever I mean I've even gotten to the point like so I hiked Guadalupe National Park, which is you probably don't know, but it is in Texas
2: okay good the national
1: know. it's one of the two well, national parks Guadalupe. in Te- Guadalupe I was and it, you know it was an intense hike super super intense. you hiked the peak and uh, on national parks dogs aren't allowed and oh really yeah yeah dogs aren't allowed and i took bob on the trail and a and a park ranger came and i was like you know that's my diabetes dog he he sniffs low blood sugar and i need him on the hike so i i mean i will take him i will figure out excuses to take this dog with me Anywhere I can, even though that was certainly not true. But you're he, he you're can't. you're
0: the you're one of the you're the people who ruins it for everybody else. Because you make bullshit like that and then and then they come up with stricter laws. Like you ever go someplace and the thing you used to do got ruined by somebody else who violated the rules, you're that person.
1: I know my dog. You're a he's person. 12 pounds, he's not gonna do anything <laughs> wrong besides enjoy the trail. These these people that wanna take their hundred-pound dog and they can't make it up the trail and they're gonna pass out halfway through and shit all over whatever that's different yeah. i know i have a well-behaved dog yeah you do that's going to do a good no, you job you do. You definitely do so w- where's the issue right well
0: it's the rules are the rules you can contest it by by emailing by calling customer service and then they'll forward you to the voice box because they're short-staffed because of covid
1: or you just use type 1 diabetes and excuse and so no that, one, that, no that's one actually, questions that's, you that's, for that's anything a,
0: that's a really incredible thing <laughs> that people probably People may may not know that service dogs. They think of, oftentimes they think of emotional support dogs, sure. but the diabetes detection dogs, the the low sugar um, detecting dogs. That's one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen a dog do.
1: It's it's not actually I all it is to, is when you have hypoglycemia, you release a certain um, chemical uh-huh. that has an odor. I Can't remember the name of it on target, but the doctor the the dog just can smell
0: it. It's kind of like training them to detect drugs, then. Yeah. Well, but what's so fascinating is that the dog learns, like, so the, the guy, there's, there's the guy, for people who don't know, there's an older uh, guy in El Paso who I used to drive him once a month to Albuquerque, or once every couple of months.
1: Oh yeah. To yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. He had that a dog. That was a long time ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably like, like nine, 10 years ago. That's he a had, couple
1: that used to come in and arrive all the time. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. He, he used to, he had a diabetes specialist that he would go see in Albuquerque and he yeah. could, he couldn't drive. He was pretty old. So I would drive him. And that was that was a cool little side job. He had a pretty badass truck. I enjoyed it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he had the was, giant. They had some good. Yeah, FL50. I remember they were like
1: pretty, yeah. pretty well off
0: couple. But, but he had a he had a service dog. And when we're in the car and the sugar goes low, she yeah. would just start wincing. And he's like, Oh, I think she's she's worried about me. And then he'd eat something, and then she's quiet. And then one time he told me his sugar dropped badly while he was crashing while he was asleep. Sure. And she jumps on she'd his, probably wake him up. She jumps on him to wake him up while he's asleep, and he wouldn't wake up, so she woke up his wife. And if his wife wasn't there, I mean, he'd have, he'd have probably just died that night. Right. But it's so incredible that they train these dogs that like, hey, okay, you smell it. And now you got to go alert the owner yeah. and she'll keep wincing and keep keep trying to like stay, you know, on his leg and, yeah. until he eats something and sugar goes back up. It's it's amazing. That's
1: amazing.
0: Incredible. You need to get one of those.
1: I don't need I don't need I mean they're expensive and I have a I have a firm belief school
0: uh, right and I have a firm
1: belief in you know adopt don't shop so I will will never pay for like a full bred dog or whatever I I refuse to do that dogs they they put dogs to sleep on a daily basis and they all need need families so
0: I hate euphemisms they kill them. They if kill you, it. It's if they, awful. If people, if people said they kill them, maybe more people would want to adopt.
1: I, a lot of shelters e- do. Euphemisms.
0: Euphemisms. Because
1: they're called like kill or no-kill shelters, right? They're <clears> not <throat> right. called put to sleep or not, you know? Right. So I, I
0: – Like you know that comedy bit I have about about uh, about um uh, euphemisms? Well, not it's not about euphemisms necessarily. It's about stupid shit that people say. When they go to neuter a dog, they say we're going to go get her fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know I'm you're like, going like, to get her broken. You're going to get her broken. You're doing the opposite. She works just fine.
1: Yeah. But no, I mean, you know, Bob, he's not, he's not spoiled with, I, I just like to take him everywhere with me. He has a blast. That's all it is. That's we great. Just, have, just, we have just fun drop, together. drop
0: the dog mom. Take that. Is that still on your social media? This is an intervention right now. You got to just, I don't look, know. I you're, don't know you're, you're, right you're, you're a smart woman. You're good looking. You're, you're not a dog. You don't need to be a dog mom. You can find somebody to, to love you. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> because a dog <laughs> mom to is gonna make mom. somebody
1: love me or not love me that's interesting
0: uh, it's just i just see those girls on valentine's with a glass of wine like, and, a, and a dog on when on, on people use and,
1: and i agree with you when you say like people use their dogs as like almost like a personality trait like yeah, oh yeah they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't know who to be without their dog yes. or like if i'm yes. somewhere and somewhat like I've been around people where people do it with their kids. Well, they'll sit there. Oh, I got to leave right now because, you know, I got to go check on my dog. Okay. I'm never going to be limited in activities or what I do because of my dog ever. I'll figure it out. I'm never going to do that. But, you know, people that like, oh, I got to leave in a couple hours to go check on my dog. Or, I mean, those are the kinds of things I'm like, well, you know, people
0: who do that with their kids too. Like they have nothing to offer, but they got a cute baby. So the minute they meet somebody, they're like, oh, look at my baby. You know, this is Jacob or this is whatever. And, everybody, and then the conversation just becomes about the baby. It's like, I don't give a damn about the baby. He's drooling on himself. It's, he's eight months old. He can't, He's not going to tell me anything useful. That
1: part's tough. And you got to make are you sure, doing? you know, your conversation. Again, get people that, yeah, talk about their dogs. I'm like, can we talk about anything? I don't sit there and talk about, if anything, I get annoyed because apparently Bob is really cute. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I walk around. I take him with me places just because I like taking my dog somewhere. And people stop. We were at the oh, yeah, river. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah How yeah, many yeah. people stopped and yeah. commented about Bob? okay he's cute now leave me alone Honestly, you know if, what i mean if i need if
0: i needed help getting dates though I'd take bob i would take bob <laughs> yeah everybody stop me everybody just to, to say hi to bob i mean everybody. everybody
1: and bob isn't even that social like he doesn't care to be stopped no, he, and petted <laughs> and whatever you know Bob's like leave me alone i am talking you my mom but you know it, it's <clears> like, <throat> like but yeah so people that and, I t- if, I, people if i if i talk about to their to the babies park, are the same thing because i've i've even gotten you know when when friends have babies, some of them do a good job of like, you know, still, for example, we would have like a group, this group that we would meet, I'm not even going to be specific about it. And some, some of the ladies that would meet had kids and some did it. And I feel like a lot of times the conversation was definitely just about what those people's kids did nonstop the entire conversation. It's like, okay, well, some of us don't number one. And then the other thing, it's like, can we talk about anything else? Is there anything else that's going on right. besides that specifically? So, I mean, being stuck on one topic, regardless of whether it was the kid, a dog, or whatever, it's just
0: Just like we're stuck right now. It's just too much. No, well, it's uh, it's some people that just have nothing else going for them. And it's all about, it's uh, remember when, well, okay, so here's a great example. You know, when I was going to say something else about our sister, but we'll cut her some slack. Because um, everybody does this, not just her, but she does it too. Okay, okay. Or at least she did it for a while. She doesn't do it so much anymore. Okay, Where everybody thinks that, like, it's it's the greatest thing in the world that their kid learned how to say thank you. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm talking about? And every, every time, like... It, when you're at a restaurant, it bugs the hell out of me because we used to be waiters, both of us. And when I the drop off the, the food kids. at the table and there's kids and the parents expect me to sit there and wait on their on their kid to tell me thank you because they're trying to teach him some manners. And I'm like, I appreciate that. It's good to teach your kids some manners. But can you not do it at my expense? Right. Like, I, got, I, got, I got to run to the next table. I've got to close a tab over there.
1: But everyone's so consumed in their own world and people don't see things the other way. That's what, and that's that's just what just being
0: inconsiderate is. is. People are inconsiderate by and large. That's what it means to be inconsiderate. It means you did not consider that this waiter who's got a full restaurant doesn't have time to sit here people and People that haven't worked in restaurants with literally your, with have your... no idea. Yeah.
1: But I'm like, you, you could, to me, it's like you can understand things without really necessarily having to have experienced them. At least I think so, but I don't know for sure. You know?
0: If you think about it for a moment.
1: Just think of it. So the whole- People the whole, that like whole... walk, uh, like if the, say there's three people walking next to each other and it's the entire sidewalk and they block off the entire oh my sidewalk god, walking.
0: I kick them yeah that,
1: that's inconsiderate right but they're not yeah. thinking about it they're in the one world they're doing their own thing or sometimes
0: across the sidewalk. sometimes it's it, well never mind oh gosh
1: <laughs> you know
0: <what? laughs> this is one of those thoughts that i had right now where you remember you told me last time i called you you were with your friend and she like i think your friend was in the car with you uh-huh. and you told you told me i said something you were like and you told her who was it, Valentina? You're like, this is why I never put my brother on speaker. Oh my god! <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember what I said. Probably. But this, was, this was one of those thoughts. But um,
1: people do get, you know, easily offended by you. I think it's endearing. I, I take it with a grain of salt. Whatever Nobody it is, but gets offended
0: by me. People love me. Who gets offended?
1: So this is, you know, for but you know, I when you you went to Seattle, what a, a few weeks before I did, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I hit up my friend Jody and I said, Hey, Jody, my brother's going to be there for a little bit. Why don't you, you guys go have dinner or whatever? And whenever I went to Seattle and saw Jody a few weeks later, she's like, Yeah, you know, your brother's cool and all, but he was harping on my apartment. I mean, this is the place where I live. And he was like, I didn't And he talked shit about Seattle the entire time. And like, he said, Your apartment's too small, and this, this, and this. And I
0: didn't, I did no such thing. I don't know. No That's what she said. Nope. And I was just nope. like, nope.
1: Uh, I was like, Well, that sounds like I was like, take it with a grain of salt. Nope. He's he's fine.
0: Nope. I actually hate it when people do that. Like you ever, you know, like you know, you uh like somebody goes and buys a house. And then their family or their friends come over
2: Critique and, they're, it?
0: and they're like, Oh, the living room, uh, you know, it's, uh, that, w- that wall shouldn't be there. And the tile is kind of a weird color. And you're like, Oh, thanks. I just bought this house. Like, like do
1: you, do, I don't need yeah. you to come
0: in here and talk shit about the whole. No, I don't do that because I hate it when people do it. Hmm. I know for sure. I didn't do it. All
1: right.
0: She was the one that's talking about how, how small and expensive her apartment is in downtown Seattle. And I was like, yeah, it is small. and expensive. <laughs> I agreed with her.
2: Oh,
1: okay, that, okay.
0: I was, I was being supportive. <laughs> get her on the call
1: get her on the phone i did text her to watch the the episode so check your comments i don't
0: know she hasn't commented um well there was you you distracted me i forgot what i was gonna say
1: yeah okay last thing you were saying considerate but also that you know i should be i should watch when i put you on speakerphone because i don't know what's going to come out of your mouth well
0: i forgot what i was gonna say anyway but but you know we were really good waiters oh gosh we were great. No, we weren't just I would good. never we do it again.
1: And, that, and I think that's why when, when we go to restaurants, yes. we, I, I don't judge them too harshly, but I'm like, okay, I know when you're actually in the weeds and, and you're really struggling yes. right now. And I know when you're just when you being just suck. a slacker yep. and just don't want to do it. Or you just and you know, and I think because we're or... such good, I don't expect great service, but just just be decent. Look, just, if I ask you decent. for some
0: Tabasco twice... And I finished my meal and you still ain't brought out the Tabasco. Okay, but like,
1: haven't we all had waiter dreams where at some point someone asked you for mustard and you remembered it like twenty-four hours later, you're like, table 24 wanted mustard. Oh my God. And you know, when you have a constant request coming along, it's a little bit more challenging.
0: So I started factoring that into my tipping because I've grown sick of it. I've been eating more at restaurants lately, yeah. More than ever, because I'm just on the road a lot.
1: Transitioning and all that. And
0: I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of I'm sick of shitty service. And but
1: COVID so has made the whole ask, industry shitty I if I ask for Tabasco
0: twice and I don't get it, I take a percent off the gratuity for every violation, you lose a percent okay, so I'm starting you out at twenty percent. If I get down to ten, that's on you. That means you screw ten things up, yeah, and that I think that's fair For everything you screw up, I take off a percent, yeah, you know
1: it's just right now the weights are incredibly long.
0: If I'm like, no tomato, service. no, no tomato on oh. my burger, please. They bring me tomato. Oh shit. Here, oh
1: man, it just ruins you just lost it. the percent. It ruins <laughs> it. Yeah. It ruins it. No, we were. I mean, I don't not miss those days. They're they're good, they're good experience. You get good people skills. What the money was good, right? So For we're sure. working working at El Paso when everyone else was making five, six bucks an hour. We're yep. making twenty at least, yeah. Twenty, twenty five an hour, huge difference. Yep.
0: You I know. liked Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights were my favorite. Wine Wednesdays. Oh. Because the wine bottles were 50% and, and then off. And then that
1: shift was short. It was like only 5 to 10. Five hours. You walked it out and, with and, 150 bucks.
0: And it was calm. Yeah. It was calm. Because people want to come in and drink a couple of bottles of wine, and they're going to be there for two hours. But
1: their tab is going to be big. But they're going to have
0: a big tab. And yeah. it's not like brunch. Brunch was a lot of chaos, but for small uh. checks. Because a scramble is like nine bucks. Oh,
2: brunch. unless you can,
0: Unless you can, you can sell them 30 mimosas. Yeah, you're not making much money on those brunch tables, but the the wine one, the wine Wednesdays, there was always the same group of women who would come in and hang out all night and talk shit about their husbands and kids. <laughs> <laughs> they were the best. They'd have like eight bottles of wine.
1: You know, and, and I don't mean, I don't mean to harp on it, but like career waiters and waitresses. I mean, to me, it's just how do they do it? My feet used to ache by the end of it, right? Besides the fact of like dealing with people's bullshit, some people just walk in, they're asshole customers. That's it, and and they're just rude and whatever. So besides dealing with all that, that didn't happen often. It didn't happen, but your feet are aching by, and the cleaning that you have to do. Like people don't understand that serving is probably only fifty percent of your job. Really, fifty percent was spent cleaning.
0: It depends on the restaurant.
1: That is true. Where
0: we work, there was uh, some, there was some bullshit going on. It was on. bullshit, yeah. Because as soon as the shift would slow, as soon as the 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 uh, the crowd would would die down yeah. a little bit, they would send the support staff home because they get regular seven twenty five an hour, and we get two fifteen. Yeah. So then we'd have to do their work. Yeah. That was some bullshit. That that, that was true. just the way the that and that the whole the
1: way waiters when are we paid worked... or whatever. That's complete bullshit. Oh, I mean, that, That's a whole other topic. Remember you know. when
0: we worked at Total Burger?
1: All yeah, we had we to didn't do was do we had to
0: cut lemons and roll silverware.
1: That's true, because the
0: because the the busters and 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 the the whatever did, the cleaning crew they did
1: the cleaning
0: swept the mopped and did all that stuff, but
1: well, maybe that's why that restaurant shut down. No. and the other one isn't.
0: It shut down because the owner was a was a dumb drunk who. That and it was just poor, and 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 the managers that he had there. I mean, God bless them. You know, I worked with them. They were fun as hell to work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they didn't managers. Manage, right, yeah. They're there partying. They're not there yeah, managing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then, no, that
1: was such a fun job because when I when I worked business. there, you know, it was off Cincinnati, which is like the party street. Right, yeah, in me El Paso, too. Yeah. And I've worked there. We were. Worked. We we were. Okay, we'll talk about that. But you know, <laughs> I was under twenty one. But because all the bouncers and off of Cincinnati would come into a all the time, then you ah. had the hookup to go party on Cincinnati under 20. I mean, I graduated college at 21. Right. So like yeah. all throughout my college career, I didn't get a chance to uh, do the 21 year old thing. So, um, you know, it, it was fun to have the hookup while, while I worked there and while my friends were able to get into places I was able to get into because I just got to know the bouncers and stuff.
0: Yeah, but yes, you have followed me. I don't care too much about that. You have well,
1: followed me on every job. Like I don't care about it now. Because you're older,
0: so you, you, you always that. like you were able to get a TABC before me. I was still working that's at Peter bullshit. Piper. No, I was still working at Peter Piper because I couldn't serve alcohol. I couldn't get a okay, TABC. fair enough.
1: But what what used to happen is I would go do the interview process, and then I would just a couple months later I'd be like, "Hey, my brother really needs a job," and you would just get the job, right? Because you're my brother, and because I was such well, a good worker. Ever, haven't
0: you ever heard of referrals?
1: Yeah, I referred you to a lot of jobs. I wish I had commission off of that. What are we working right now?
0: I'm I'm making you tablets. Okay, okay.
1: What's the joke though, right? That we even thought that maybe you would come start working for Medtronic now. Yeah. Um, and whenever we had some positions open, yeah. you know, I was trying to get you, but you you don't want the look at certain locations, I guess, that they had open. But so it would have been funny. It would be funny if you ended up. Working <laughs> if for I went Medtronic, yeah. But here's the thing: the the way Medtronic works around with my jobs, every territory has two people, right? They have the actual sales person and they have the clinical. So like I'm the clinical you would be the sales. And I honestly think
0: we would run the town. We
1: would remember at Ripe, whenever they would have specials and you were the host and I was the server. We killed it every time. And they would be like, and it was for something silly. Like, hey, whoever sells the more specials for the night, they're going to get like a dessert. Like, I mean, it wasn't even like a gift card or something. Like like, it was like something bullshit and we would kill it.
0: We we literally had a 100% win rate.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 100%. So I really think We if, never lost. If somehow you come work for Matronic and you and I have to work the exact same territory right. and be partners. First of all, I think we'd be really popular because it's like, oh, it's a brother sister team. I think that'd be awesome. They'd love it. But besides the Plus, fact I'm
0: just a badass rep.
1: Sure, absolutely. And I really think we would kill it.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about that real quick. You've been working for Matronic since January. Of 2021, right?
1: Officially last November. Okay. But it, the, the their training okay. process takes a long time. But, so like but it, you were did, employed it,
0: in November. Yeah, I was okay. officially
1: like hired. I think it was like mid-November is when, when I was hired.
0: So this is what I want to get to, because we both went through an unbelievable struggle to break into the medical sales yeah. space. It's uh, tough. I I estimate that I probably did somewhere in the neighborhood of 80, maybe Close to a hundred. But you literally
1: came from zero experience. But hold on. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so I I spent nearly a year interviewing Mm -hmm. incessantly.
1: That was like your full time job. It was.
0: It was. What were you
1: doing? You were personal training a little bit. I was
0: personal training. I was working at the gun store. I think gun store a little bit. Yeah. A couple shifts a week. And you were interviewing. I would go. I would go train my morning clients like six a.m. to nine a.m. And then I would fill out applications and do phone interviews until about 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Yeah. Then I would go work out, then train my afternoon clients or go to the gun shop, whatever. Um, That was basically my schedule for about maybe like nine or ten months. Yeah. And I probably got rejected out of, I don't know how many many interviews and jobs. It was insane.
1: So many rejections.
0: You went For all sorts of
1: reasons, too.
0: It was always the same bullshit. It was like, oh, you don't have enough experience. Yeah, it's an entry-level job, fucker. It's it says in the job description for people who want to break into yeah. medical device sales. Well, I'm trying and, to break at in that bitch. Point,
1: at that point, you weren't looking for salary. You weren't, I mean, you didn't have really like big salary requirements. You weren't asking for much. You're like, just give me the position.
0: Right. Just get my foot in the door. Right, right. That's Anything. all you wanted. Like you I applied care. all over the country. Yeah. I pretty much applied in any state that's not too cold and supportive of the second amendment. I applied to literally half the country.
1: Yeah. The cold and thing is like, that's a deal breaker. I, yeah. I can't
0: be up in Minnesota. Like
1: I'm not going to be. No, in I have rain
0: odds. I'm no. not going up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for telling me that, by the way, my ears. Yeah. You know, I didn't know they were just in my ears. Cause I'm like, everyone's like, Oh, when you're cold, what do you need to cover up? And right. my answer was always my ears. ears. People look at me like I'm a weirdo. You
0: know, who's like that? Dad. Ears. Remember dad? Dad would go outside in the, in the freezing cold. Oh, but cold, he would put a
1: beanie on. But he would put a beanie oh on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even put it yet. Yeah, yeah. He would be in shorts. Right. Uh, like a little he would, like. He would
0: literally go out barefoot in oh shorts. Oh, my God. I'm in, the same way. In snow. But I he could, would put a beanie I'll,
1: <laughs> I'll, When I tell people, they're like, when you're in the cold, what do you need? I'm like, I just need earmuffs or a beanie. Right. I could be in a tank top. Right. And I can. I, I'm not going to be comfortable, but I can handle. I'm not going to bitch yeah. about it. But my ears start giving me like a headache. Like it actually becomes painful. Yep. Right. And it, it's a so I'm like once my ears are, are hurting, I'm screwed in the cold. Yeah. I need to warm them up.
0: Right. <laughs> so it's genetic. It's, gene- it's like um, like
1: our motion sickness. Yeah, is but, but hold on, we'll get okay, to that okay, in a minute. Okay, 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 yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
0: So so I spent all that time, did all those interviews. I never
1: like put never two about two it? together,
0: but you always <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And one of those old man ones that like uh-huh. really likes yeah. the guy
0: right yeah, like stick out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. He would Oh go, my God.
0: He'd be barefoot in the snow. That's
1: but, a whole other character right there. Yeah. Our dad. But anyways. So so I went through all that.
0: Finally, you know, it's like the harder, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Finally, I was aligned with a position. Yeah. Because I knocked on so many damn doors that You're eventually like someone had to say somebody yes, right? had to give me a sh- a, a, a shot, right? So with you, you went through the gauntlet as well, but it was strictly with Medtronic. Yeah. It was like probably what, like a 10-month process? T- t- tell, eh. us, t- t- tell us what happened. Give us the, the whole breakdown from start to finish.
1: I mean, if you really want to consider even earlier on, right, as soon as I became a dietitian, I was like, I want to work for Medtronic. Like, that was, that was my thing. I didn't want to right. do anything else. They had a position open in Lubbock and one in El Paso. I applied for the Lubbock one. I got a call and they were like, you don't have clinical experience. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. So I was like, let me go get clinical experience. So I go work at a hospital in Andrews for a couple of years. I get my clinical experience. And right around that two year mark, I started applying for a matronic because I was like, they wanted two years. Here's my two years. That's all they asked me. the, The job required two years. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, at that point, yeah, I apply for, they had an opening in... The valley, that's where you're gonna be. McAllen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that opening in the valley, and I was like, I was like, I don't care where I go, as long as it's not anywhere too yeah, cold. Yeah,
0: even McAllen, just as long as I, I would, I get a I would job. have gone
1: to McAllen. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, it's cheap to live there, you know, whatever. I yeah. mean, I it, and you know, our territories are so big, Medtronics so big, you could just get your foot in the door. You could really transfer. You know people move around all the time and shift positions and whatever, like well, no, big plus
0: job. you were living in Midland, so going to McAllen was not a huge downstep.
1: I mean, we lived in El Paso, I was living in Midland. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'll go to McAllen. Right, like, right. I mean, I'll be kind of by the beach too, so like, I didn't care, right? right? So, apply for McAllen, go through like okay, so first you talk to the recruiter, and I, the recruiting process was pretty awesome. They tell you like salary off the bat and benefits and all that, you're like, oh, cool. So, you talk to the recruiter and they tell you all of that. And then you start setting up these interviews. And it's like one interview after another after another. So, I get to finally the interview with the manager. And that was like a little pre COVID. That was like in January, right? And COVID kind of started shutting things down in like February, March. So, that January, though, oh my gosh, my, the manager at the time, her name's Anne, she's flying into Midland to interview me. And we're literally interviewing at the airport because she's like, I'm going to fly in, interview at the airport, and fly out. And I was like, well, I mean, you're not missing out. It's Midland. So, like, sure. The one day Midland has a snow day and the entire airport shuts down. Oh, and she could not fly in. The one day, like, it does not snow in Midland, right? I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. We literally scheduled on the one day, so I ended up having to drive to San Antonio like two weeks later and meet her at the Metronic building. We interview, whatever, it goes great. I'm like, five interviews in. I'm like, I have this job, right? Like, I'm five interviews in. They, why would they keep inviting me? Yeah, i thought to the interview same thing after so interview after times. interview if they don't want me, right? Mhm and uh fifth interview, and she's like, You know what? I really want to offer you this job. I think you're great, but you don't speak Spanish, and it is the valley, and we Jesus. we just have it we just have a candidate there that like, you know speaks Spanish why did like.
0: why did they string you along? I went through the same thing with that job in Florida, but go on.
1: yeah, and I was just like, oh man, I mean, I was just ready to go, you know, like I was just so excited to work for Metronic. I was just ready to go, and I was like, well, keep me in mind. But I'm like, here's the thing with Metronic. everyone stays. Like everyone that I'm working with has had this job for 10 years and the benefits are awesome and you know, work-life balance, all that great. So you're like, nobody leaves their job. So I'm like, when am I gonna get another opportunity? Like these jobs don't come up very often, you know? So that the valley opened up because that person like retired or something, right? So I'm like, okay. So a couple months later, I get a call and they're like, hey, we have a position open in Dallas. Do you want to apply? And I was like, Of course I want to apply in Dallas. Sure, that sounds great. Eight interviews. They were all virtual because it was COVID. Who I mean, did
0: you even talk to for interviews? I don't know, honestly. I how can't many even, how many managers are there? I
1: can't even. At first, it was like the recruiter, and then you speak to the immediate manager. Then you speak to the this uh, the territory. The, there's a clinical manager, and then a territory manager, and then there's like the peer group because I have like, uh, you know, a sales a sales and clinicals that I work with as well. So I interviewed with them, and then I interviewed with like my district's manager's manager. And then the final interview with the manager, like some, something like that. But it was like eight interviews. And it just, it's a little bit challenging because I have a full-time job. I'm there during yep. the day. And for every interview, and at that, my job was pretty flexible at the time. Like, I mean, it had to be there, but, you know, it was a job where I could show up at 6 a.m. and leave at 2 or show up at 8 and leave at 5. Didn't, t- didn't have to take that one hour lunch break or whatever. So it was a little bit more flexible, which helped. But, you know, I had eight interviews. So for eight times, I had to figure out how to like sneak out of work, take my laptop with me, find. And I would call a friend be like, hey. And I lived 45 minutes away from work at that time. So I couldn't just like run home real quick and do the interview. So I had to borrow people's apartments. I had to sit in my car and put a virtual background. Like, I mean, I had to do all these things just to get these interviews done. It was stressful, you know. And uh, they, they call me at the end of it. And I'm like, eight interviews. That's gotta be it. Surely it. it. Like surely it. They're gonna offer me the job of president. (laughs) Like, like I'm like I don't know. I mean, if they're inviting me back to back to back to eight interviews, like come on, there's nothing left. Mm -hmm. They tell me they're like, hey, we just have this other person that lives in Dallas, and I always thought my 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 thing. My, my big thing was that I wear a Medtronic pump. I've worn a Medtronic insulin pump. I wear their products. I've worn it for a long time. turns out half the freaking Medtronic team wears a Medtronic pump. Oh, wow. So it didn't give me that much of an advantage because my boss wears the insulin pump. My A bunch of my coworkers wear the insulin pump. And I'm like, oh, I see. Okay. So they hired a girl that lives in Dallas and wears the Medtronic pump. That had been working for them for contract work for the past like year and a half. Yeah. She also, small world, she also turns out to be in my internship class that I graduated from in Texas Tech. Nice. We were both in the same class. So I was like, this is crazy. Like, I'm never, I'm like, if I wear the pump, they keep inviting me back. I'm a dietitian. I'm this, this, and this. And they're, I'm not getting it. Like, so I was disappointed. At that point, I, I was really kind of a little bit crushed over it. Cause I, I, I was remember. like, if they invited me a second time around, I should have gotten it. I didn't.
0: It's just like when uh, New York got invited the second time on the Flavor of Love.
1: <laughs> and You're he's so dumb. And he
0: still dumped her.
1: <laughs> <You're so dumb. laughs> remember that? You know, I, we used you, to watch that <laughs> show. Oh my God. The shit that you remember. He still did bigger. The shit that you remember. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. And then, and they're the ones calling me. So when they called me the second time, they called me, right? So I was like, surely I have the shop. They're calling me. So then what happens? that i don't get the job so third time around they call me yeah and they're like hey we have a position in austin and i was like bring it on let's go but at this time around the austin position dallas position were literally under the same managers same everything so i was like who am i going to be talking to at this point like these people literally interviewed me these people are your
0: homies now like
1: i'm like i know these people (laughs) like where's what's left to talk about so we only really had like i had a team a more team interview and then the manager who's my manager now called me the next time. And I was, I thought he was going to call me to interview me again. And he was like, Hey, no more interviews. Like, do you want the job? Sweet. And I was like, I screamed.
0: <laughs> Didn't you, you told me like you, you were, you, you paused for so long. I, I did pause. He was like, Hey, are you still there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
1: paused and then I yelled. And then I was, I mean, I was in the middle of work too. So my excitement was like through the roof, you know, I had a great first job working at the hospital, long-term care, but I've never been into like the, big time clinical dietitian stuff. Yeah. And so it was a great experience. I, I did like, I did enjoy that job a lot and it was a good experience, but you know, when it's kind of like, you feel like your time, it's your time to kind of like, and, and you know, we're very motivated. We talk about that all the time. We always Damn want, right. we always want to grow in our careers and get what, make more money and do bigger things and positions and whatever. So um I felt like my time there was kind of maxed out and that was Medtronic. I mean, it was it was a pro, And then the training, you know, you get the job and the training was so extensive, Yeah, yeah. but I get it now. Now when I'm in the job and I still, I'm, I'm eight, nine months in, there's still a lot of things that I don't understand. Sure. Right. There's still a lot of like messaging on how I need to speak to doctors that I'm not great at. You know, yep. I'm great at the clinical side. I love if I, if I could just sit there all day and put patients on pumps, I'll be happy as can be, but that's honestly like a small portion of what I really do. And so messaging to doctors and routing and figuring out which doctor you want to talk to about what and meeting your sales numbers, like that's stuff that's foreign to me. So I get it now. Like I, first I thought, I'm like, man, they're, they're being too demanding. Like, this is crazy. I know my clinical stuff. So where's the issue? And now I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it.
0: It's a lot. I went through the same kind of experience with uh, Striker.
1: I remember that one. You're remember, really you frustrated. You know how many
0: Striker interviews then, I've you know, done. When, you know how many Gallops they've had me do. I'm like, dude, you already yeah, know my personality.
1: You've done it. See, like, I try not make me do stuff like that. I score the same thing but, every you time. You know, when you're getting compensated well as well, you yes. have a great work-life balance. The benefits are insane.
0: When you can make right. Striker rep money, with right? A, no, work, I don't make I don't make rep money. Degree. I still think
1: as a diet compared to other dietitians, I'm right. well above what because dietitians. I mean, they make you go through like. Speaking of dietitians, there's no, like there's don't no like, market get,
0: for it. No, no, no. But here's like, the thing. What is a you, dietitian? You, you, you have tell to people do what they already yeah. know, but they don't want to follow.
1: But I mean, at the end of the day, you you get a four-year bachelor's degree. Now you have, you're required to get a master's degree, right? And then you have to do a 1,200-hour unpaid internship. And you have to apply for the internship just like med- students do. Internships are bullshit. Match. Match an internship. If you miss an internship, now you're waiting six months to abolish, match again.
0: Abolish internships. Or at least
1: unpaid ones right oh, yeah. um if you want to pay, if you wanted to pay me 7 dollars an hour and me do 1200 hours at least it's something but like they didn't pay us right so anyways so you have to go through all that and then at the end of the day what you start out making 40 50 right what kind of bullshit is that like this is a lot of education mm-hmm. this is a long path of a lot of people getting in debt and things like that so anyways as a dietitian well above average when it comes you know working with Metronic. so there's a great work-life balance, the benefits, blah, 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 blah. All that's fantastic. We get it. You love your job. So now it's kind of like, okay, I get why they put you through. Uh, well, at that time, like they put you through hell because, you know, the payout is, is fantastic at the end. So yeah, I can't complain now.
0: Uh, you could. I just wouldn't listen. I'd shut off
1: your mic. <laughs> you do listen to me complaining sometimes, though. Yeah, but, fun. okay, in this relationship right here, we t- you know, we talk probably almost every day or whatever. Who does... The majority of the complaining. I think it's like 90-10.
0: Well, see, the thing is, I'm oftentimes accused of complaining. Oh my gosh, you complain so much. What I am doing, in my view, is voicing an opinion.
1: But maybe you're just really opinionated.
0: I'm opinionated. Absolutely, I'm opinionated. Extremely opinionated. opinionated. Yeah, for sure. You know why? Because I think. Uh, When you think, you develop opinions. You ever see somebody with no opinion? You know who doesn't have opinions? Earthworms.
1: (laughs) Okay. Who else doesn't have opinions? Algae. (laughs) (laughs) You're so dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those acoustic panels behind you. Oh, my
1: God. Okay. Point made. Point made. Got it. Right. You're very opinionated because you think more than the average.
0: I think a lot. That's why I have these wisdom lines on my forehead. Cause I'm always like because that's that's when
1: you, that's, that's cause when you think called, you always
0: go like this, you always look up.
1: That's called you just you know nearing your 30s and maybe starting to need some Botox. Is that crazy? I'm almost 30. I mean, hey, I turned 30 this year. How does it feel to be over the hill? I feel like I'm 21. My and I mean, to me, it's like I'm in better shape than I was when I was younger. I feel better. I feel like hopefully I don't look like I'm in my 30s. I don't know. I mean, I'm not wrinkled yet. Um, I mean, you know, i like in their
0: thirties are hot. Wow. I, I, I
1: love life in my, I love life right now. I'm like, I do everything that I wanted to do in my twenties, except I have like enough money to do right. it. Yeah. I have freedom. Sure. I have, you know, I have my own house. I fix it up the way I want. Like I do whatever the hell I want and I have the means to do it. And it is fantastic.
0: Well, well weren't we just talking about that yesterday about adulting, how a lot of people oh, complain, gosh. a lot I of people complain yeah. about adulting. Oh,
1: adulting. So I have to pay bills.
0: Right. What's so great about being a kid? Yeah. You 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 don't even get to decide when you sleep.
1: But we were talking about that too. And it, I think it's because we grew up in a family where like mom was extremely strict. She's a gangster. Right. Extremely strict. So like when we got our, our freedom, we, I mean, I couldn't wait. The, the day it turned 16, I bought a car. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. I mean, I borrowed, all did. I borrowed your money. Yep. I borrowed a thousand well, money. You paid us back quickly. I paid you guys back because I worked my ass off. You were pulling for extra it. shifts. Yep. Right. I paid you guys back. But we had to put in all our right? Three of us had to put in yep. money. And I bought like a $6,000 car. But I use it. To and I used all to take it for my yeah. dates
0: because my car was a I piece know. of shit. Yeah, so my borrowed, car was. I my my car, car had the rims yeah, on that's it. that's right. right, right. Yeah. I borrow your car <laughs> so for yeah. my dates.
1: Yeah, that is correct. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we, we grew up with not a lot of freedom. Mom didn't like chauffeur us places like parents do nowadays. And yep. you know, she didn't cater to us and she didn't give us freedom. So we wanted it really bad. And we're now, making
0: our mom sound so bad on this podcast. No,
1: look, she, she's chilled out a lot over time. She's like she a different was, human right was, now than, than she was when we were. Younger.
0: Correct. She was a, a Middle Eastern woman. Just how, with, it a is very, over there. with a very traditional, strict yeah. upbringing, who got married at seventeen, exactly. like a lot of like a lot exactly. of women in her generation did, and then came to the United States and took you and and and. Uh, our other sister to high school and saw kids making out in the hallways and, and was panicked. like, "What the fuck!" Like I'm not letting my kids out and of the panicked. house.
1: Right, yep. that's exactly what that was. So I mean, now now she's a completely different, a completely different person, right? I mean, she David, understands a lot of things our younger brother
0: never yeah. never even got raised.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that was one extreme D- to the David other. David had it the best. David and right now when he talks about like not having freedom whatever, I'm like, shut uh, yeah. just shut no, up, no, just just be quiet. Uh, but yeah no adulting i i, I love it what, what's wrong with having some responsibility taking care of yourself sure. wanting to have more like the, the things you can accomplish the things you can do it's amazing yeah I love it's, it. It. it's
0: not that hard to set up a, a monthly payment plan for your phone bill and your car insurance it's like, not well, it's that so difficult, difficult about... but then you get to do whatever the hell you want I've, yeah. I've always said like i like my late 20s have been the best time of my life and it, it's probably only going to yeah. keep getting better for the next right now. Maybe I mean, fifty years. If you
1: look at my travel schedule, granted, I'm not traveling like internationally right now Bora. or whatever, right? But every single week, last week, I mean, California was such a last minute trip. My friend and Trip were like, "We're not doing anything this weekend." Okay, book tickets, book a cabin, rent a car, go. Right? Did I have? I had the extra money to just spare to do it. It's awesome. Like,
0: well, but you're you're adulting, what in what in what I consider to be the right way. When you're adulting and you're not hustling, you just like you just left your parents' house oh, and now shit. Hustle. Now you're under all these bills and all these yeah. um all these responsibilities and you constantly feel like you're drowning, then yeah, it, then it sucks. Then sure. adulting might suck sure. cuz then you're like, "Oh man, when I was at my parents' house, I didn't have to worry about paying utilities and I had an extra few hundred bucks a month to do fun stuff." So you have to elevate yourself exactly. in order to elevate your lifestyle. Absolutely. There's no other way around it. And we've done that. We started doing that at a young age. We,
1: and we always, besides what you know, our, our salaries, we always are looking for the next. Always
0: thing. doing stuff on right? the side. I
1: mean, right now, besides my salary, I get rental income every single month. Right. It's fantastic. If I want to travel, I don't even have to touch my salary. Right. Right. I have all this rental income to do it. And I just bought a camper. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, renovate it. And next thing I know, I'm going to rent it out to venues, weddings, and, and all sorts of stuff. And they're going to, it's going to look really You've cute. got a business plan. It's got really cute. Yep. So I'm super excited about that, right? We're talking about flipping homes. Um. We want to do one before the end of the year. We want to talk about like going to the auction and get like All we have, stuff. We, remember, we always remember have when stuff.
0: we went to a storage auction one time in El Paso. Oh
1: my, because we, we watched, we watched, we watched the storage, show, wars, storage wars, yeah? and then we're like,
0: oh, let's go to like CubeSmart oh, has an auction. See, every... But
1: we're always, even though like we're like was 20 ridiculous. years old, we didn't even have any money, we just wanted we're to go see. We're always it. coming up with ideas yeah. of how we can make extra income and right. what we can, we, we invest in stocks, even though right now they're.
0: Oh my God! Uh, been, even though
1: right now it makes me want to cry, but it's
0: been such a beat down mm-hmm. since February. The last, but it's six everyone. Months. It's
1: not just you know. Sure, sure. My coworker Jessica, she just texts me, "Are your stocks still tanking?" And I'm like, "Oh my God!" Big I'm like, time. "Oh girl." The- Big time. You know, um, they're bad, but you know,
0: my losses are, are, yeah. are, are, huge, huge. And what sucks is that I had to pay taxes on my gains last year. Cause last year was so good. So what, what
1: happens when you I go
0: so hard, you get, a, do, do you they get, give you money back? You get some kind of tax deduction, but I don't know how okay. it works exactly. Okay. Um, maybe I'll find out this year. I'm probably going to find I out know. this year. Unless it's so things start to turn, but it's so bad. <clears throat> what happens is, um, this is why I think that you should not have to you should not have to pay taxes on your gains in the stock market as long as your money is still in the brokerage because, account
1: because because it can go down
0: because you're still investing. So once you sell a stock, if you sold it at a profit, the profit's recorded, and now you're going to pay taxes on it at the end of the year. But I'm going to take that money from that stock and I'm going to put it into another stock Which that might lose. go down. Right. So I think they need to change the system to where you pay capital capital gains tax. Only when you, you pull, pull it money out, out of the account, right? then you can legit say I took those profits out of so the market. So even if you
1: pull them out and then put them back in, that's different. But
0: right as yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times have people gone to a casino, played a little bit of blackjack, made two thousand bucks, and then by the time they left the casino, they were down two thousand bucks because they kept playing.
1: So you don't pay. You don't pay taxes on that.
0: I'm not talking about that. I'm saying you're but still is that, playing.
1: Is that, yeah.
0: I'm still playing in the stock market. Correct. So if I make money, unless I take my money and I leave the casino, unless I cash my stocks yeah. and pull out of the brokerage account and stop investing, I haven't made a profit. That's I'm putting my money correct. back in. That's correct. It's like January was an incredible month, and then February just just tanked. I
1: keep telling you, if I just cashed out in January, I would have paid for my home remodel. Oh, geez, out of the stock market, it's insane. Out of, I, I, yeah, you know, would have been real nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, it was, uh, it was
1: but that didn't happen. Good
0: times. It'll change. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, eh, hopefully, we'll see what happens. Well, see what happens.
1: But yeah, that's that's one of our uh, extracurriculars that we do.
0: We always have ideas. Where do we even get it from? You know, I've wondered. Well, we don't need to talk too much about that. But like, so the the there's there's you know you when when they talk about um like how does it make sense? Like when you look at our family, we've always talked about this. Me, you, both of our siblings, we all work out we're all fit we all eat healthy none of us smoke none of us drink um we're all we're all like super driven career wise but then when you look at like nobody in our family works out yeah well, everybody except our mom is a heavy smoker yeah everybody nobody drinks nobody we don't really have we, i mean we had an alcoholic uncle which which his his habits eventually claimed yeah. claimed, his, claimed his liver um we had one alcoholic uncle, but like nobody in our family really right, drinks. Right, right, right. Just socially,
1: smokers. Like and- with
0: lunch and stuff, they'll have a yeah, gasp, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. But heavy smokers, yeah, nobody works out. How many obese people in our family? Everyone, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we all work out. We all like that's that's probably the biggest difference between our um, parents and, and aunts and uncles and us is the smoking and the, the health habits, the nutrition and the and the yeah. and the and they
1: drive with with career too. They're not. I mean.
0: Hard that one's difficult. That one's hard to say. That one's hard to, to actually pinpoint.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean I mean there's had-
0: there's some there's some really really hard workers in our family, but I don't know how much of that is is driven by circumstance. Right. Like if they don't get up at 5 a.m. and start plowing that field, they're not gonna eat.
1: But I'm talking about like you know, mom, aunt.
0: Well, they just never had to though. That's, yeah, they, that's yeah, that that generation when you were when you were you know when mom was seventeen back then, women didn't work. Yeah, she and got especially, married. To just especially be a in, in the Middle yeah. East. Yeah, yeah, that's what you did. You got married and you yeah. didn't you didn't work. Nobody thought about like, oh, I'm gonna go get a career. That just that wasn't the case. That's a new thing, especially in the Middle East. I don't know how it was it's in the U- and I don't know how it was in the U.S. Thirty. I'm sure. 30 yeah, I'm sure women ago.
1: here still had careers back then and all of that.
0: But still, but not bit, like, probably, today. like
1: yeah. Still still yeah. Even in the U.S., I'm sure back then that you know a lot of more more housewives and whatever. How how
0: happy are you that like we're so we're Middle Eastern obviously, and the fact that we're in America.
1: Oh my God. That gosh. we left
0: the Middle East. It's the and best came thing here. in the world. How how amazing is that?
1: It is. We Have you are seen some, the
0: videos of uh, of the people trying if, to flee Afghanistan?
1: If, it is just heartbreaking. By,
0: by getting on top of the plane and the plane is taking off and they're Have falling off. Have you
1: seen off? there's one picture of a guy like, yeah, literally falling off. They're like, holding on is, to
0: the landing gear. It
1: is heartbreaking.
0: They'll do anything to get out of that country. Imagine
1: if I was a woman in that country.
0: Oh, geez. Well, I mean, so, so my recent. Post, I'd either at
1: some point be stoned to death. Or I would be a sex slave.
0: You'd be a sex slave, then you'd be stoned to
1: death. Uh, Yeah, because apparently they they like sell you into, or like some guy will come and rape you. Yeah, and then it's your fault.
0: Right, they kill you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's
1: traumatizing. I. It's just.
0: It's so awesome that we're in the states. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here.
1: People in the states don't understand. How lucky they have it.
0: They have no idea.
1: Every time someone bitches about, oh, my rights here, I don't have enough rights and this, I'm like, travel internationally. Right. Go to a third world country. Come back. You will shut your mouth. Yeah, like
0: if you're you're a guy and you're holding hands with your boyfriend in Iran.
1: Oh, are you kidding me? Let me know how
0: that's going to work out for you. Are you you kidding? Yeah.
1: You know what? I'm sorry. Gay people have rights here. Just like everybody else. Just like everyone else has rights here. People exaggerate, you know, this, this, and this. I'm just like, look, you have way more rights here than you do anywhere else right. in the world. You can go online and on your Facebook and type whatever status. Oh, maybe Facebook kind of censors things, but you can you could say things out loud. Right, do right. you understand how much of a freedom that is that you can, I can say whatever I want right now?
0: My recent post on social it media, is, I'm try, I'm probably gonna incorporate this into my next comedy act, that I would rather be a Hindu cow than an Afghani woman.
1: I mean, hey, at least you'll be like massage. Right. You'll be given like beer. That's exactly my point. And, uh, well, I don't know about so, beer. No, they – well, oh, that, it, that's, that's Wagyu beef. Right. That's like Japanese that's Wagyu right. beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: but in India, they don't mess with the cows. They worship them.
1: Yeah, hey. You
0: sit there all day grazing. Chilling. Yeah, you're all good. <laughs> People walk by. You know, they want, they want your blessing. <laughs> would you rather – I mean, your... <laughs> Would you rather be – would you rather be a Hindu cow or, oh my or gosh. be abused?
1: No, it, it's, it's a sad. And this is where, you know, I uh, think we can get way too political now. But those are the people that need to be coming into our country. You know those people that we need to be helping out is the woman. But I also looked at the airplane and I was like, where are the women well, and children? Just, because well, the, the that plane is, was filled. The, there was like one picture of the plane. I'm like, it's like eighty percent dudes. Like, well, can you good. at least save the women and children?
0: No, fuck that. They, we saved them on the Titanic. We got to do it every time.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be all macho? You want? We want to take your last name and whatever. whatever to then equality. Then you got. That's why there's more women than men in the world because men are the ones that die at war.
0: That's right. And and yeah, we and of
1: stupid shit because men do a lot more stupid shit. Even than women, even but. even
0: when even when Rose was lying on that on that wooden board in the ocean, she still didn't let Jack get on there.
1: That part is hilarious because every, like everyone watches that movie and they have the same thought: um, he could have fit on there. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe. But, do you remember how for a while that was like your favorite movie? I don't know why you that watched that was never it a my lot. movie. You watched that movie. What are you talking several about? Several I watched
0: it one time.
1: No, it was. I it's a
0: four-hour movie. It's long. It's more than enough. It's long. It's a long movie. Didn't they reenact it? Did they do another Titanic? Or no, that was it. That was the one and only. Is that lady still alive? I don't know. I the
1: no The legit rose. I don't know.
0: But but here's the thing about bringing everybody to the United States that needs rescuing. That's not a good answer. Like the whole the, world hold needs on. rescuing. That's my point. We cannot bring everybody here. So
1: it is also like we want to. Like be, we cannot. I we want to help the <laughs> Afghani's out, but like going. Okay, this. Hold on, I need to get my pump. All right. So I'm on this trial. I hear I
0: hear a pump beeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your sugar's going down. Where's your dog? He needs Not to bark. My, uh,
1: let's see. What So it the, the
0: thing is, well, while you're checking that, I'm going to finish my, my yeah, thought. Yeah, you go for it. We cannot house the entire world in the United States. We cannot absorb right, right. all of the world's problems. It's impossible. What we need to do, and this is, I guess, maybe what we've tried to do. I don't know enough about history. We say that we've tried over the years to help those other countries get better. Um, clearly, that effort recently just failed. But we cannot bring all of we cannot just go into North Korea and, and pull everybody out of there and bring them here. We cannot go to China and bring Africa, all yeah. the hungry people. We cannot go bring all the starving kids out of Africa and bring them to the United Cuba. States. Yeah, and there, the, there's there's all the there's. abused women and all the slaves. We cannot bring everybody out of well, Cuba is a funny one because we owned Cuba. Like we made Cuba what it is. <clears throat> I mean, we 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 told like Cuba is exactly what we made it. Right. And so we cannot. We just can't do that. We can't bring all of Afghanistan over here, and, and I don't know what the solution is. But the solution is not to bring everybody here.
1: It, it, it to me, it was always interesting, and I don't know the exact. I, I know the U.S. is like the most powerful country in the world, blah blah blah. But we, everyone expects us. Texas
0: is the most powerful country yeah. in the world.
1: Everyone <laughs> expects us to go out there and like you know extend a hand and do do all these things, right? I'm like, what another? Who who else is stepping into Everybody's Afghanistan, chilling. right? Right. I mean, there's some other countries out there that are still well off, that are still doing good, whatever, have military, have this and this. Why is no one else expected to ever step in besides the U.S.? And that's another part where I'm like, it's a little unfair. You know, everyone just has eyes on us.
0: Well, that was the thing when when the uh, uh, what happened? I think during during the rise of ISIS, I believe when Syrians and Iraqis were fleeing and they needed places to stay, and everybody's like, "Oh, let's let's bring these refugees to the United States." What about all these other countries? Shut their borders. You know how much space there is in in the United Arab Emirates and how much and how much money they have. Yeah, you know how much room there is in in Saudi Arabia. Doesn't help nobody. They got so much money. They've got so much space. They could have. They could have put yeah. everybody in like a corner in Ras yeah. Al Khaimah, that yeah. that nobody would even notice. They could have done it in Saudi Arabia. They could have done it in Kuwait. They could. Why are we going to fly them across the world, bring them to the United States when these other countries in the Arabian Peninsula who have the space and the resources aren't doing anything about it? Wait, wait. I'm not saying that like we shouldn't help. You know, again, but. We cannot help everybody. Because, yeah. I mean, we have 830 or 840 military bases around the world. You know how much that costs us in taxes? maintain? Jesus Christ. It's insane. Yeah. You know how many military bases China has? One. In Africa. Yeah. You know how many, ba- you know how many bases exactly. Russia has? None. I, yeah. Zero.
1: I think most countries probably don't have bases in other countries. I
0: think the total international military bases for, like, the top, I don't know, 50 biggest nations or something is, like, 30.
1: Right. We have
0: 830. Jesus Christ, what are we doing?
1: I didn't know the number was that high. That's it's crazy. insane. Right. That's insane. That's a,
0: that's a lot of taxes. Yeah. They need to lower our property taxes. I saw the sign for that guy you told me about.
1: What's his name?
0: Don Huffines.
1: Huffines. I mean, okay. I, I, could, I wasn't. Oh, did you? Yeah,
0: I messaged him. Are you I trying to
1: wanna... get him on your podcast? Yeah, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. Um.
0: Well, here's the thing. Before, his, before, his before Hold on. Is... Hold on. Let me okay, just say okay, this. Okay. I, need to, I need to. I need to. I need to. Disclaimer before people start calling me a Don Huffine supporter, I don't know enough about the guy. I don't know anything about the right. guy. We just
1: saw his billboards. That's I saw
0: it. I saw a billboard that said eliminate property so, taxes. And I was like...
1: I saw the billboard, right? And I called you and I was like, are you voting for this guy? Because he's taking away property taxes. Well, I'd
0: like to talk to him before I decide if right, I'm going to vote right. for him or not.
1: But, you know, yeah, I mean... But that's a huge pro- one. We talk about property tax all the time, right? All the time. Because we hate it. Because we're paying rent that's one thing that's one thing in the middle east
0: that that they did right in lebanon (laughs) the the only thing that lebanon ever did right is you could own your house
1: yeah yeah absolutely here
0: you never own your house no there are no homeowners in america i think
1: when you retire you know you You need to be able to not pay taxes at least when you retire
0: any taxes it's
1: bullshit i mean you know these people are getting taxed out of their own homes at retirement age what what did you work your ass off for yeah for 62 years yep you know so so you could just keep paying i mean it's it's crazy
0: it's insane or at least not on your primary
1: residence you know maybe like you own second and third property whatever sure
0: here's where i think we're headed and i don't know the time span but i'm gonna call it right now okay we're headed there um multi-generational home loans. So the traditional 30 year fixed mortgage that, that is the most common one that Mm -hmm. people use to purchase their homes. That's not going to be around for much longer. 15s are going to be a thing of the past.
1: housing's getting so expensive.
0: Housing getting expensive. The price of the house goes up. What else goes up? Your taxes. So in our lifetime, I think you're going to see multi-generational home loans. It's going to, the home loan is going to get passed down from the parent to the child. Could be it's the standard right right now the most two the two most common home loans are 15 and 30 fixed i think it's going to become 30 and 45
1: could be yeah Tragic. i can definitely see that
0: on a brighter note uh we should really go work out
1: i'm tired right now
0: you you said you wanted to go work out yeah you got, you got to go check out the gym shout out to strength built athletics
1: okay dr y- smith y-
0: I'm gonna get him on the show soon. Hopefully, we, so, he hasn't given me a for sure yet, but he said.
1: Going yes. back with how you whine and complain about everything,
0: I complain about which gyms. You do. yeah,
1: this gym, amazing. Not one complaint. No, I, I mean, love it. You called I and it. you were like, "This is an amazing." So, like, okay, question: If you were to create your own gym, which would we all know, look, it would look just like it would that. Look, okay, so it would it, look just you would like literally that. replicate that gym.
0: It would. There's a couple of like I would treats. make. I would make a little bit more room for a couple more for a wrestling mat. Yeah, And a couple more punching bags.
1: You know, you're so knowledgeable about exercise work. out. I mean, even yesterday when I visited my friend and you you sh- spilled some exercise knowledge right. within the five minutes that we were there. And she was very impressed. Yeah. You well, know?
0: Well, she was talking about doing overhead presses with a barbell. Yeah. And it locks your shoulders into a position where they cannot move naturally. And so it, it forces your shoulders right. to be in a very stiff, like But you like
1: know this. that even 99% of people that you, even work out Probably haven't thought about that.
0: No, that's what we talked about earlier. I think. Therefore. Yeah,
1: you, you research a I'm lot. So yeah, I guess you you question something yes. and then you're gonna go research it so and if really. Do it dive with a
0: kettlebell, in, right? if you do the overhead press with a kettlebell, your shoulder can move very naturally. Right. It can. It's not restricted to that plane of motion that the barbell no, puts you in. Fair enough. It can open up, and if you do, if you, I mean, just like anybody can try this. Do overhead presses with a barbell and then do them with a the kettlebell and tell me which one feels better.
1: I do wish I lived closer to you because I do miss working out with you. Yeah, a lot.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you're also you, you have like freakishly strong hamstrings. You just Remember have, that? yeah, right. You have this weird that thing one where, story
1: always comes to mind. Yeah,
0: um, hold on a second, me Um, you um, so glute ham raises for people who don't know what that is, you're basically curling your entire body weight with your legs. Yeah. You got you to gotta look it up to understand it. It's, it's too difficult to describe, but look up glute ham raise and you'll see the video. Very, very difficult exercise. Most people can't even do a rep unless they spend some time training for it. So people usually start out with, you know, using some kind of assistance, either holding on to a stick or, you know, whatever, some, sure. Their training partner pushing on them or whatever. So I'm big on glute ham raises. So I was doing them one time. I think I was doing sets of, uh, I think I did four sets of 15, something like that. And you're like, how many did you do? I said, I did a hundred. And you're like, Oh, you did a <laughs> hundred? Yeah. And then you got on there and you cranked out a hundred reps, <laughs> like nothing. You just like, just. I was <laughs> watching you and I'm like, she's insane. You just did a hundred reps.
1: But, you know, at that point, speaking back of how we're always doing side hustles and stuff, we owned a gym. Yeah, we did. At like 18 years old or something crazy, I was you know. Probably,
0: I was probably 19 or 20. Yeah.
1: But... I, okay, fine. It was, But, I mean, that, that's when we're, we were working out a lot. We had the equipment in there right. and we were running workouts all day and, and doing them. So, I think my hamstrings were in probably great shape.
0: Uh yeah well you've always had strong hamstrings but weak hips when I, when we did box squats when I would get your feet out wide you couldn't you couldn't squat very much mm-hmm. but with your feet close um you you had you had better strength you, okay. had, you had more hamstrings than than hips good memory I don't For even me, remember that around. well see some things like things that have to do with working out yeah yeah they yeah. they just You're... stick in my head forever yeah but uh no this gym I don't know is if amazing. I'll ever
1: want to own a gym.
0: Oh, I do. It's
1: just not... I mean, but you want to own it for a different... Reasons. I mean, I don't think right, it's right, very right. profitable or anything I don't want
0: to like do that. it as a business. No, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do it as a business right, at all. Right, 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 What I want to do is grow this podcast to a point where the podcast can pay for the structure that it's in, and I can have a podcast room and a workout room and whatever other stuff I want to have in there.
1: You have so many hobbies. I tell everyone that. I'm I like, have an insane amount of I'm hobbies. I'm like, my brother has way more hobbies than right. just the average and i think it's awesome by the way like i, I mean you never run out of things to do nope. even if it's things that you do on your own you go play poker on your own or shoot your guns yep. or and i mean it just increases like recently, it's like i'm just gonna do stand-up comedy and yep. it's like you know you're, i'm a
0: savage oh, oh you gotta come see me
1: i i, I when i do when it. i do another I, I show i do want to do the, the the one that david came up with
0: yeah that was don't don't say it about, right i won't no, say we, we can't. can't
1: ruin it but it was freaking this hilarious and That's i was good. sitting there and i was like you know what you should make that into stand-up comedy yeah. i mean that was so funny and yeah. like i said he didn't even try he didn't even try to be funny there, like it was just, just like it just came out it was hilarious there's
0: so much cool stuff out there like i wish i had more time to paintball i love paintball yeah league. i wish i really 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 want to learn to play piano i've always wanted to learn to play piano
1: music instruments are i tough. wish
0: i could do that right i just have no time
1: there's um, only so there's, much I mean, when you have a full-time job and you're so trying to do other do. businesses and then trying to do hobbies yes. on top of it and you work out every day. Right.
0: The only way day. that I can be bored is if I'm if I'm isolated, there's nothing around me, or if I don't have money to do shit.
1: Or if you're purposely like saying, like I'm exhausted right now, I'm literally just gonna sit I my ass down. Bored, yeah. I want to be intentionally bored. I want right. to be intense. There's some days where I push, 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 and I go, 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 and I'm doing all these things. And then like Sundays I'm like, you need to force yourself to sit on the couch for a little bit. You
0: know how we've always just wanted to not have uh a a structured job so that we can have the freedom
1: structured jobs to do
0: everything that we want to do right even the jobs that we're in right now that that are like basically i don't want to be an employee for anyone so i can have a lot of time to do oh oh, i see i I see what you're saying Yeah, yeah yeah some people i've talked to people i met a doctor one time in one of my clinics he was a traveling doctor and he's in his 60s very wealthy he lives in oregon he's got a huge ranch and i think he's a pilot too uh, like a, a hobbyist pilot or sure. I, I don't know whatever he's a pilot and he told me uh he goes i retired and i got so bored in about a month i went back to work so now he flies around doing uh
1: flies his own plane around
0: i don't i don't know but he <laughs> he fl- he flies around doing part time work at clinics that that need someone to fill in okay <clears throat> and um and he told me he's like i have no hobbies He's, like I, he's like, I retired and I just sat around looking at my ranch, and I was so bored, and I had to go back to work. He's like, Oh I had my gosh, to do. if
1: I didn't have to work, I'd be doing right? so many things. I would be doing. I'd be back. I'd be in culinary school right now. Yeah. If, if I didn't have to, well, if it wasn't so expensive, too. If someone wants to sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to culinary school. But, um.
0: Well, how, you've always had a knack for cooking.
1: I love to cook. And it just comes easy.
0: And as 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 kids, I remember you watched the Food Network more than anything do. else. Is it Food Network or Food Channel? Food
1: Network. Food I Network. still do.
0: You watched it more than anything else. Yeah. It's still around?
1: I love it. I love as, the Food Network. Is Bobby
0: Flay still a yeah.
1: badass? He's more of a badass than ever. Really? I love, it. last year, my favorite trip of the year during COVID was to go to Oklahoma, to Pahuska, Oklahoma, this tiny town. And I went there in September, September, October, something like that, to visit the Pioneer Woman. Mm. You're looking at me like you have no idea who the I've Pioneer Woman is. I've heard the Woman name. Is. Okay. The Pioneer Woman is like- She doesn't sound
0: very hot, so I didn't look her up.
1: Look, she literally lives on the ranch in the middle of the network, and that's what her show is all about. And she cooks for her cowboy husband, four kids. And she started out doing a blog cooking, the Food Network picked her up. I have every single one of her cookbooks. She, they, they, her husband owns one of the biggest ranches in the country. It's like 40,000 acres or Jesus, something crazy. Then she opened up like a bed and breakfast and a mercantile store, and you can go visit the ranch and whatever. It was my favorite trip of last year. I mean, I fangirled so hard and I just loved seeing where she shoots her show and does all that. It was amazing. I love watching the Food Network. If I wake up on a Saturday morning and I'm not traveling, which doesn't happen very often, I will make a cup of coffee, sit on the couch and turn on the food. network. Yeah. Or if I'm even, even when I come, if I'm not, if I'm not in the field during the week, like say Monday or whatever, and I'm in between calls, I'll be checking my email or trying to talk to a patient or whatever, but I'll have the food network in the background. And I have a memory where I could just watch someone cook something and then just go replicate it. I don't need the recipe. I don't need anything. I'll just go make it. Right.
0: That's how I am with things like jujitsu. I'll I'll see, I'll see a fight. I'll see. I'll be watching a fight.
1: And Uh, you can go and
0: I could just go do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: like I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For so for something that just comes naturally for me. It just it just does.
0: Yeah, for sure. How do you think you would do on a show like Chopped?
1: Oh, I would love to. Because I can I I think I'm really skilled at opening the fridge. And people could open my fridge and that's why I'm asking and be like, Oh, there's no food in here. Seems eclectic. I can crank out five meals from my fridge that looks empty to everybody at all times.
0: Yeah, yeah. right.
1: I, I could. Open someone's pantry, open someone's fridge, and put a meal together. Easy. So I really think chopped would be fun.
0: How do you think, like, have you thought about it? Like, if you were on the show, would you have some go-to type of Yeah, dishes? you have to. You
1: have to. So everybody that goes on chopped, you got to have a strategy. You got to have, like, a cake, uh, uh, you know, like, maybe a stew, a salad, a salad dressing. Like, just basic things that, you know, a sauce, like, different sauces that would complement meats, right? One for chicken, one for beef, whatever. You got to have some basics in your head and go from there.
0: But they hit you with some weird then stuff. Then you
1: just tweak it, though. Look, if you don't know, make a fritter or a taco. I don't know why nobody does that on the show. I'm like, make a fritter. Put everything in the fritter and fry it. As long as your fritter comes out good and light, they're going to love it. <laughs> like, put it in a taco. They, like, if you watch the show enough, you know what the judge is like. I'm like, I'll just put it in a
2: taco. Right.
1: Who hates a taco? Nobody. Right? Yeah. So, it just depends. Put an egg on it. If you make anything and you just fry an egg... And put it on top, sunny side up. It's gonna be delicious. Mm-hmm. I could talk about food forever. Though. Yeah, you can. I could literally go on. That's why I want to go to culinary school. I think you should. But I could do it part time, maybe like evenings. I could, have, but I think I really want to do like the whole flipping homes for the next year and see how that goes. Yeah, I really yeah. want to get into like some sort of business. Culinary school, I would do it more for myself. I would probably be a private chef. Going back to talking about working at restaurants, I would never want to be a chef at a restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ever. Yeah. Right, yeah. so I would want to be a private chef, where like you hire me and I can come cook you like an anniversary meal or whatever in your house. I would love that, right? That'd be a lot of fun. Or just cook for myself, like just know know how to do it myself. It's expensive, so I would have to like look at scholarships or right. some sort of you know,
0: or going chopped.
1: I did hear Medtronic does tuition reimbursement, but Ooh. I highly doubt it's for culinary school. <laughs> I'm like, you know, what do you what do you what do you do the tuition reimbursement for? Because um, I. Probably don't think it's culinary school. I don't know how it would benefit Medtronic that way.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Worth asking.
1: I I could always ask, but yeah. uh the worst they can say is no, I guess.
0: <sighs> That's true.
1: But I do, I love to watch cooking shows. Um that trip last year, I always wanted to go like New York, do like the food and wine festival there. Someday I will. Um right. so I yeah. Sweet.
0: Um, so are we gonna go hit the gym?
1: I guess. Yeah,
0: you gotta go check it out it's right. it's I, it, so that what you said is is exactly right my whole life i've complained about
1: no you've never been impressed by not one gym never
0: except that oh west one,
1: texas barbell no west yes. side barbell <laughs> well
0: west side barbell also west texas barbell but that that didn't last long yeah um and since then uh, yeah i've been on a on a constant search my entire life for a gym that fits what I that that has what I like, and uh, this gym does, and it's not just about equipment. That's the majority of it. That's the largest part mm-hmm. of it. But it's also the environment, the atmosphere. Yeah, like it's not, it's not, um, it's not a, a soft, mushy environment. Sure. Full of,
1: or you can't drop your weights. You can't
0: drop your weights. They don't have chalk. Yeah, it's all just blaze blasting air conditioning. You can't break a sweat. Yeah, They've got Justin Bieber on the on the on the radio. Like, (laughs) I'm, you know, whatever. I like all kinds of music, but at the gym, I don't want to listen to Katy Perry. I don't want to listen to Justin Bieber when I'm trying to work out. Right, right, right. I want, yes, I want good equipment, and I want to sweat a little bit, and I want just a gym feel. You know, I don't want to feel like a lot of these gyms you walk into, you feel like you walked into a frozen yogurt shop. I hate they're it. They're all purple and neon and blue. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you guys trying to do here? So, no, this place is badass. Um, I don't know if I did already, but if I haven't, shout out to Strength Built Athletics Badass Gym. You did, but Let's go. I'm excited. Let's go kill it.
1: Let's go work out. Boom.
0: All right. Later, everybody. Yeah, I could have punched